Video games are super fun and super expensive. And once you bust open that plastic, you're stuck with them. That's why Redbox lets you try out the hottest new games risk-free. Right now, you can rent Call of Duty, World War II, Middle of Earth, Middle Earth, Shadow of War, WWE, 2K18, and more. Text FRIENDCAST to 727272 for a free one-night game rental. And hey, I turned it on, and hopefully the podcast is working again. Ooh, Redbox. Oh, I did it. I did it. Redbox. Good stuff. You're not going to make the same mistakes that I always make. Nope. Not the, not the consistent mistakes. Don't make those ones. See, when I make mistakes, they're unique every time and disastrous. Yeah, they're pretty good. Mm. I make I make small, trivial mistakes that build up until one mega mistake. Yeah, they combine. It's like, oh, I didn't gas the car. Then I didn't get snow tires. Then I forgot to learn how to drive. And then you need a car. Yeah. And then it's like, uh-oh, mm. guess grandma's not getting to the hospital. I guess she's dead. She has one of those munch... Oops. I guess there's one of those munch... Speaking of, uh, huh? I guess one of those Montreal winters, like, uh, I'm, like, gonna go to a movie this week, and it's, like, it's gonna be, like, the last time I went to a movie in the winter where people died that night in their cars because they waited for help, and it never came. I was telling Two Snacks about that, and then, like, I heard his airplane leave... As soon as I finish talking, he's like, people die from the cold. I'm like, yeah, it's cold. People die from the cold when they are killed. Snacks. Do you know what cold is? No one's died from heat ever. Never. Thousands of people die every second due to cold. Unfortunately, two snacks has left us, has gone back to his native Brazil. Yeah. He will be missed. He was super fun. He was. He Mm. did some things. Now, unfortunately, folks. Oh, well, he can't be here right now. He is yeah. uh, attending uh, More to family some family business. members. Family Matters. Not, not the show. Not the show. No. Uh, and also, while we're talking about that, for the, no. the coming uh, uh, couple weeks at the channel, uh, uh, it's, editing it's, is going to go back to being garbage. It's it's Everything's kind of burning down around us. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Billy or Sushin Sen on Twitter uh, has become extremely ill and is going to have to take some time off. Uh, so give him your best wishes. Yeah. And uh, I hope you enjoy the... So you hear any mistakes that are happening with the audio version of this podcast. Um, expect those on the channel. Yes. Uh, in the in the coming um, weeks. So it's like you're the dog in the house and it's on fire. And you're like, it's fine. But yeah. I'm outside the window looking at you yeah. on fire. But I'm also on fire outside the and house. And you're also saying it's I'm, fine? I'm saying it's fine. You You're know? saying it leaves something to be desired? Like, the last couple of uh, Silent Hill episodes I edited to take the a bit of the load off of Billy, but, like, that was okay, but, like... The, Did anyone I, notice? Uh, I put in a thing that every time you said, hmm, I'm going to think about this puzzle, I then have big, huge text that says mysterious cut. All right. See, that's fun. That's fun. That's fun. Oh man, those puzzles are hard as shit, man. <laughs> they uh, were and they like weren't. Like two or, or two or th- well, one of the puzzles is I couldn't find a room. That's a puzzle. That's a puzzle. That's a puzzle any day of the week. Oh man. You know? Hey, speaking of days of the week, see yes. what I see what I did there? No. See what I No. Hey man, what's up? How was your week? Um Matt. I still don't get the correlation. Cause there are days in a week. I watched The Punisher. 
yeah on netflix i finished it in like two i figured days. you were going to talk about that uh i'm not going to talk about it too much actually uh is it like super easy to spoil uh if you're familiar with the if you're not familiar with the punisher it's hard to spoil Okay, but if you're even slightly familiar with the Punisher, oh, you have to be more than slightly familiar for it to spoil because it's like you have to realize that that character's real name is that. Oh, to, for it to be a spoiler, right, right, it. stuff okay. like that. Is Barracuda there? I can. I'll no. Season two. <laughs> Barracuda Season two. is a character that I'm gonna say needs some retooling before can, you put can it only into live exist action. in that form in a comic book, it, it, by written by an Irishman, Garth Ennis, but. Um, uh, I, I, I came away mostly satisfied with the Punisher. It's not a home run. It, mm-hmm. uh, it has, it has the same problem as pretty much every Marvel Netflix show. Since Daredevil season one. Since all of them, which is, these, these don't need to be these long, this long. So it's nine, right? It's 13. Oh. No, Stranger Things 2 was fucking nine. <laughs> and that was perfect. Nine seems so like the right number. 13, you could cut out two episodes three maybe by taking out this awful not awful subplot but subplot that's just not interesting because the main story thread of the show is good i enjoyed it and Mm -hmm. i'm like all right that's fine but they put in this thing where it's like every fucking show like maybe not jessica jones had a subplot per se but they Jessica all go on Jones didn't have a subplot that screwed it up jessica jones had a point in the story where the story ends yeah and then they go yeah, we can get a couple okay. more episodes out so of this. Th- this is what this is. Like around episode nine and ten, the story stops to explain this other story that has been threaded through. And it really clumsily, like like first date trying to get bra off clumsily, Matt today clumsily, mm-hmm. of hey, let's try to tie in the side plot into bra- the main thread. And Bras it are does hard, it, dude. Don't it, don't it, worry it, about I, it. I, I'm just done. Oh, I just hit the goddamn microphone. What that's jackass. Um, and it just it just doesn't do it a great job. But once that's over, then the last two episodes after that are fantastic. All right. Now, so, I have a couple about, questions. Yes. One. No question one. McGinty does not explode. That's fine. Um, I was somewhat worried that Punisher would have too much murder. That it would be like every episode they had like an HBO style quotient no. for Frank has to kill 30 guys Minimum. by the end of the runtime. Yeah. Do they actually let like him just be a character for episodes? That's for, yes, for for long stretches of time. That's actually really my only question. Never too long. It's like action, big action scene with him in the start, kills a couple dudes. Big action scene towards the middle, kills a couple dudes. Yeah. Towards the end, kills a bunch more dudes. Yeah. But it's never like this is too much. It's never like Punisher Warzone or whatever. Because like of all of all the like Daredevil season two had most like a shit ton of Punisher in it, but and he kills a ton of people in that in a short amount of time. Some of which off screen. Work needs to be done. By far the best scene about how he's a crazy man is the one in the diner. Yes. Where it's just some guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, what? Is it like two people? And he's just yeah, sitting the, at the diner? There, there's a similar thing where he's in a non-combat situation with no guns. And there's like three or four dudes. And like, yeah. That, you know, it, it just goes like that. But like, as the show goes on, like at the start, he's kind of, he doesn't talk to anyone. He's like, please don't talk to me. 
I have to grunt and break this wall over here because he's in construction mm-hmm. now. Um, I'm going to grunt and think about the kids yeah. and the wife while I smash this wall. And this wall will, smashing it this is, wall will get my shoulders and, and biceps very real big strong. for later murder. Uh, but as it goes on, he's he starts making little little jokes. He starts going, ah, you son of a bitch, and hit punching people in the shoulder yeah. or whatever. But it's never too much. It's never, but like he's, it, that, that, I said this on Twitter, like if you want to see the Punisher cool, killed cool dude, uh, kill evil dudes in cool ways, you're not going to really enjoy the show. If that's all you want. Yeah. That's it. Okay. That's, yeah, that's, that's about everything. That's There's more pretty much say, exactly but... what I expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's like in the top three of, I don't, not, maybe not a number one, but it's in the top three of the Netflix. I've, I've never watched, uh, I believe it's pronounced Aron Fist. I don't really know how to say it. Um, and the Defenders, I don't, I have no I watched, point of reference. I, I watched like I was done after Daredevil season two. Yeah, like all that ninja shit, and then every single trailer for every new thing was like, "Hey, you like ninjas?" Like I, I the Marvel ninjas are kind of boring. The hand, the is, hand is. In the comics, the hand was more interesting than the Marvel uh, Netflix versions, but whatever. Well, because in in the movies, uh, the sorry, not the movies, in the fucking. Uh, in the shows, they literally just stock ninjas There's, for most yeah. of the time. And like season one and two of Daredevil and Defenders have like them all over the place. But even though I watched two of those shows, like, do they even have a goal? Or is it just evil ninjas? Just take over the world. I don't know. Like in the comics, the hands are literally zombies. They have green glowing eyes and they kind of decompose when you, they're like vampires. Okay. Uh, that's at cool. least, at least in what I read, uh, and they will zombify other people, and they'll be under their trance. Cool shit like that. I mean, that's hinted a little bit in Daredevil, but whatever. Uh, Punisher could not have less. I don't think they mention any other hero. They don't even mention Daredevil. Like, you remember how in like Daredevil or whatever, they would be like, "Oh, like the big guys downtown." Yeah. Or like, yeah, like someone mentions Thor or yeah. whatever. Oh, hammer! Ooh. But but it's weird because there's two sides to the Punisher. It's it's written by this guy or this guy. It's never the other continuity must not exist, or like if it does exist, it's jokes. Like man, the Hulk, the the Russian made the Hulk cry. Well, it's it's like like Frank couldn't be farther away. But in- then when he's brought in, like now Frank in the comics has War Machine's armor. And just killing everybody. Well, because the, the problem that's with that, awesome the too. The problem with that has always been like ev- nearly every single working superhero looks at Frank and goes, "That guy's a psycho." I I'm trying to think of which characters <laughs> were like, "You're the best," and I assume it's like Ghost Rider, Wolverine, and that's it. Yeah, sure. You know, they, I want a Ghost those Rider. Characters love murder. I want a Ghost Rider Netflix show. I wish he would get out of Agents of Shield because Ghost Rider is the dumbest. Like All Ghost right. Rider is way dumber than Punisher. So, okay, so therefore he's not, slightly even better than the Punisher. You're not gonna get Nick Cage. No, I don't want Nick Cage. So I who want, do you want? I want okay because they have him in the Agents of Shield show, which is a younger guy named Robbie Reyes mm-hmm. who has a in the show in Agents of of whatever whatever it's called Agents of Shield. I almost was going to correct you and say, oh, Agents of Mayhem. It's no. like, no, that's that <laughs> shitty Volition game. Um, uh, he has a motorcycle, but his design is based on the on the um, 
uh, Ghost Rider that has like a Dodge Charger, and that's like cooler than a motorcycle to me. You in can the sense, run somebody over. You a lot can easier. do a lot more damage with a d- fucking car. Yeah. And I want to see a Netflix show with that character, Robbie Ray's, not Johnny Blaze, which is Nick, Nick Cage's character. Right, okay. It's young, Latino, 20-something-year-old that's fighting for his neighborhood. All right, so it's John Leguizamo. Young. Yeah, no, just de-age him with the, with the magic can't. the CGI. Yeah, you not can't. that much. If they can, if they can CGI if you, off Henry Calville's stupid fucking mustache. You want to, oh, fuck it, I want to talk about this anymore. I want to talk about that. Yeah, I didn't watch it, so I, I don't, don't, I don't give watch a it shit. Maybe, I'm going to watch it maybe tonight or tomorrow, uh, but I think that's amazing, and it's so bad and embarrassing that it's like, I will give Justice League an automatic five out of ten for that. The the fact that someone thought that would be okay is amazing. Well, you know who thought that would be okay? Fucking Everyone. Henry Cavill or Cavill. No, it's who it's, said I'm not fucking shaving my mustache. His, to be fair, the movie this movie studio is like you will not shave the mustache. I, I gotta. Do you know what would be easier? Yeah, I keep hitting this. It's well, fine. This thing is all over. It would be easier than CGIing a fake mustache onto a real man guy. Just putting on a fake mustache for the other movie. Yeah, but I believe those other, that other movie is made by a different studio. Yeah, uh, maybe they don't have as much money. I don't know. Then just staple a real, like, fake mustache onto his lip. No, but I'm so He's here. Man here, of steel. here it won't here's hurt him. the mental image I I imagine in my head. It right, looks so bad. It's hey, can I shave my mustache for the Justice League reshoots? Fuck that, motherfucker. Yeah. I ain't putting yeah. no fake mustache in my movie for your fucking Superman shit. So I'm sure you've read about this, but, um, you know, aside, aside from Punisher, like I played a few games, but nothing really new, nothing super exciting. But mm-hmm. like, what do you think about, I mean, I'm sure you've heard about this where it's like when Superman shows spoilers, Superman's alive. Um, when he's sh- the fucking the whole point the of the, the last movie. When he shows up, he's smiling and happy, and he's like, I'm Superman, everyone. I'm doing it now. So I was watching the Red Letter Media thing of for Justice League like an hour ago. Yeah. And. Like, are you happy with that? Or are you still I, like, that sucks? I fucking forgot that Joss Whedon got brought in to, yeah. to punch it up. Mm. That's Joss Whedon. Or it's someone saying you gotta stop making Superman which may, which to be this miserable fuck. Like, every DC movie lately has been plagued with like bizarre editorial and directing problems. Yeah. So like Suicide Squad so, was like the worst. E- even before that, like fucking uh, Batman versus D- DC. Batman versus <laughs> Batman versus DC. Batman, I'd watch Batman that. Batman would fucking win. I don't know if you have enough prep time. No, for that. but it's like versus the franchise. Yeah, not that. No, not the characters. The franchise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, no, but Batman versus Superman had like an hour of the movie cut. Yeah, Remember there's that? the ultimate edition, then the ultimate Snyder. There's cut. the really, really well publicized like clusterfuck that happened with Suicide Squad. Yeah, just chopped and screwed to all hell, and and act- with pop music thrown over and like all my fucking scenes like jared leto was so pissed off and i think his his joker's fucking terrible but like he was saying that like four out of five scenes that he shot as the joker got cut yeah and that's 
fucked up. That's fucked That's so fucking fucked up. You you and get also, this big actor and you you make him do all the the shit and then you cut it all out of the fucking movie. Because I've seen Jared Leto one or two things where he actually he has a really weird role and he's quite good at it or whatever. But not more than that. And when I heard he was going to be, it was the same thing as Heath Ledger, where I'm like, that's an odd pick, but whatever, it doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, for 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 him, he's not even allowed to be in the Joker origin movie. What? There's there's two other Joker movies. There's three other Joker movies coming out. <laughs> Are you serious? There's that's so fucking shut bad. Up, shut up. Shut up. Oh, DC man. knows what they're doing. There's the jo- Joker origin movie that's being produced by um, uh, fucking Taxi. Fuck. Uh, Gangs of New York. Martin Scorsese. Okay. And it's going... Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. going to be his origin story. Then there's the Joker and Harley movie. Then there's Suicide Squad 3. So he's only going to be in all three. Wait, Suicide Squad 3? Uh, sorry, 2. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there's a third one being cooked up. But Jared Leto is not allowed to be in the origin movie. That's fucking It has to be somebody else, apparently. That's fucking stupid. But he's allowed to be in the other one because he's cast for that. Because oh, the origin story is in the past. Oh, that's so... But you know what's weird? We saw the Joker origin movie in Suicide Squad. They had a scene or like he described his origin. Yeah, but that's fake, remember? He fell into some garbage Yelp. soup. Whatever. Um, so then you heard about the thing where it's like, you saw that interview where it's Jason Momoa, who now I like, I think I like him as Aquaman. I think when I watch the movie, I'm going to be like, yeah. That's an Aquaman. That's an Aquaman. That's, that's a water boy. Um, there's this interview with him and I think Cyborg mm-hmm. and like uh, Ben Affleck and they're like, oh, so what do you? The interview was like, hey, so what do you? What do you like? What, what's going on? Yeah. And then Jason Momoa just goes, oh man, I'm gonna fucking host SNL. It's been my lifelong dream. I got. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to do. It. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get on that boat. I'm gonna fucking do it. I'm gonna get on the SNL boat. I'm gonna do. Oh, I'm so excited. And and. Ben Affleck's like, wow, you really, you're really excited. That's that's cool. And they're like, Ben, how do you feel about Batman? He's like, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Just and that's it, right? So oh, now there's a rumor swirling oh, around. Because not only did ben, not only is Ben Affleck kind of a skis ball, right? Mm-hmm. We all know this. But not only was the movie he was going to direct on Batman like got canceled. Yeah. And not only did they cancel at least the script. Yeah. And they were redoing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And they got the guy that's directed a bunch of the um, uh, Planet of the Apes movies and Cloverfield. He's going to be doing it now. Mm-hmm. And now apparently I read like this like uh, report where he's like, I'm talking to um, Jake Gyllenhaal. For something I can't say. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Ben Affleck's like, I want out now. Yeah. That's the rumor. Because you guys didn't want me to direct. You guys didn't want me to write it. The, the so whole, I'm fucking the done. The whole deal that he took with WB was like, I'll be Batman. I get to direct a fucking Batman movie. I'm not sure if you've seen them, but the couple of the movies that I've seen where Ben Affleck's directed them are fucking banger movies. They're super good, like um, Argo and... Um, Heard of Town was really good. The Town is awesome. Uh, there's a, there's another one or two. There's like that um, that gangster movie, whatever. I never saw that one. But like I'm like, he's a better director than he is an actor. Ben, and he does okay as Batman. He really does. But uh, whatever. 
I know he like there's apparently a scene where he falls in love with Wonder Woman. Great. Where she does the Paige Madison thing or whatever. What's her name? I don't know who the fuck you're Madison, Madison. From Heavy Rain? Yes. Yeah. She does the things like, oh, you're hurt, Batman. Yeah, you're the only one of us that can be hurt like a bitch, Batman. I mean, (laughs) Flash can be. Yeah, but he won't. He won't be. He's too fast. That's the the fucking deal. Very fast. Who's going to punch Flash? Quicksilver. Yeah, sure. Superman. Yeah, fine. Yeah, he is. I suppose Batman could set up a trap. Yeah, a slow trap. You know, there's like this that thing where it's gonna like, go so fast. Like, I, if I have a force field, Fuck. that's really good. But if you try to shoot me, it's gonna bang off because anything reaching above this velocity will. will oh, the Stargate. Uh, the scar- uh, Stargate. Yeah, the Stargate SG One tech. Yeah, that's how their shields work. Or like uh, Punisher twenty nine nine. They said the exact so same that thing. That episode where they're they like, got to shoot oh, Hathor so, with an so arrow. So bang, bang, bang. Ah, oh, my bullets. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. I was like, look, I got this knife. What? <laughs> You're straight up talking about the SG One episode. I'm sure I am. Where O'Neill throws the fucking. Because Hathor's like, you're going to defy a god. And then MacGyver says, I'm thinking about it. And just throws a knife into his hand. And he's, he gets this whole, it's this horrible shot where it's, it cuts to a fucking spin shot of the knife in mm, air. Mm, and mm. then it cuts to Hathor with his hand up going, I stab. Yeah. Man. Unfortunately, oh, unfortunately man, Punisher so 299 predates it by several years. Uh, yeah, sure. SG-1 is like the least fucking creative thing ever. But yeah. it's just Star Trek in the modern day. I guess it is. And every, with a smaller crew. And every planet looks just like the forest right outside of Vancouver. Yeah, but they have no problems fucking it up. They don't have no problems fucking up whatever worlds they're in. Oh, man. No, I thought you meant the series. Because Stargate I SG-1 no, is I like... Do. Oh, man. It had the... F- SG-1 Wait, did was- they want to fuck planets up? No, no. They wanted to make the planets good. Yeah, but and they then, don't care if they, they fuck them I, up. No, they care. There's no prime director. And then there was like a other... Oh, no. They fucking spit in that shit. Yeah, yeah. They, they sp- show up to these fucking planets and go your culture's fucking dumb sometimes they dial up a planet and then just spit through the gate oh yeah i saw that <laughs> there's a ep- oh. i spit on your planet they're fucking golfing into the fucking abyss and shit um we were saying on a on a podcast you weren't here for uh me and Willie were saying what if it's star date 26 25 or whatever 2.556 whatever it's far and then it just shows the enterprise drifting through space with phasers shooting in every direction why cuz fuck the prime director oh yeah <laughs> just just star date 256 to of the we continue to smoke motherfucker uh, just just captain fuck it wipeout is captain wipeout captain wipeouts behind the <laughs> behind the helm of the enterprise still would have been better than you know what fuck it that's janeway oh dude janeway is captain <laughs> fuck it <laughs> captain wipeouts hey just, just imagine okay do you, uh, you saw star trek into darkness right hell yeah i did that did movie you remember sucks. the yeah sure but you remember the big warship that robocop uh, piloted yeah i do remember it was big and black and it was shot so like a, evil that's what i'm saying like that's what i want star trek to be at least you know what okay like at least one episode of whatever series should have like a what if like time nebula oh let's look into another version of ourselves and i want to see the enterprise drifting through space shooting photon torpedoes okay. at everything that moves there are two episodes that are kind of that like are that. like that one is the one 
where they meet the fucking ship from the original series that comes through a time portal, and they get into that fucking alternate universe where they're at war with the Klingons. Yes. And yeah. it's in season three because Tasha's alive. Of course she is. And it's they're like, three. they're like, oh, we got to fix this. Yeah. What's the other one? And the other one is called. Forget the fucking name of it. But is it in, is in TNG? Yeah, it's TNG. Right. It's like season four or five. And that's where they accidentally super fuck up and open up a portal to all dimensions simultaneously in this one little pocket of space. And like, there's like a billion enterprises all over the place. Yeah, that sounds familiar. And then there's the one super shitty enterprise that Riker's yeah. piloting. Yeah, yeah. And what happened in that universe is... They never had the idea to go get Locutus in uh, Best of Both Worlds. So the Borg are just kicking everyone's ass. And he's freaking out going, we're not going back there. Ah! And he just starts yeah, shooting at all the other Enterprises and they uh, blow up. Okay, that's, that's, that's close. That's close. But I just want like, like we're, we're about taking over. Like just one. Episode's called Parallels. And it's like one Parallels. of the worst TNG episodes ever. Awesome. It's I'll so watch that fucking one. bad. It's not as good as Evolution or whatever. That, I think that's a season three fucking premiere um so a few nights ago it's like i couldn't sleep and mm. then it was like well i'll just turn something on you'll fall asleep and i'm like fine go to tng mm. and like then i see the the barrel bouncing off wharf again i can't and you know what the problem with this is I that can't. you know what you know what is really bad after that scene the episode's really boring yeah. Like after that hilarity, it's actually just just arguing with Riker, just everyone telling Riker just do just do what you think. Well, it's a pretty classic like moral conundrum space it culture is, episode. But there's nothing going on in the episode other than that. Then there's just a crusher uh arguing with the fucking new hot uh dot well not hot but like the new doctor on the scene that's like i can just reconstruct his spinal cord out of plastic and then so, beverly's like that's stupid i think that episode is fucking awful not just because it's boring but the whole episode is about hey my friend is from this fucking warrior alien culture he is from an alien culture right and riker's riker can speak some klingon right it, he and knows. he served on a Klingon ship. Man, this is such a no woolly episode. Oh, of... hell yeah, it is. He can't stop us now. Yeah. Okay, so he served on a Klingon ship, right? Yeah. He gets it. He he understands. And in Worf's culture, it's super important that he kills himself because he's super crippled, right? Yes. And, Riker, and he's like, Riker, you're my best friend. And then Picard says... Klingons choose their friends very carefully. You should be honored. Right? So that, but Riker's like, I'm a regular guy from fucking uh, New Orleans. Alaska, Alaska. I don't, I'm not going to stab my, this is fucked up. And, you know, they have a big fight over it. Yes. And it's a big deal. And the question's really, and it's looming. And then a magical doctor comes in and gives him a new spine and he's completely fine. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Shouldn't that have been a different character so that that storyline could have actually had a resolution? Because, like, Worf is too major of a character. They would never... Yeah, because it's Worf. You know he's going to be fine by the yeah, end yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, But it's like... Way to just... Like, who... The question doesn't fucking matter now because the answer was just get a new spine. And what's stupid is that I bet Worf was still angry. Yeah, this spine like... has no honor. <laughs> What type of plastic did you use? Oh, we use this type. That plastic has no honor. A fucking bit. Or also, there, there's, there's there's a high 
percentage of Alexander in that episode. Oh, who sucks. Where he fucking cries to um to a Troy and Troy's is like your father takes this very seriously and he goes, is this that stupid Klingon shit? I fucking hate that Klingon shit. My mom told me you didn't have to. The only good episode that ever had Alexander in it is when it has y- older badass Alexander. From the future? That's like, oh, I'm going to punch myself so hard because I'm such a shit. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. There's the the episode where Worf's son comes back from the future and goes, I'm a fucking badass and I'm going to teach myself to be a fucking badass early so that yeah, you don't yeah, get yeah. murdered. <laughs> and that's like, why don't you just stop it yourself, you time traveling idiot? No, no, he—that's that is what he's. Yeah, doing. he does end up doing that. Yeah, but then, but then, worse, like, no, son, you have to let yourself be a fucking pussy or a human. Fucking no. Man. Oh God, is Alexander even in deep? So I, I don't even fucking remember. One I second of Alexander. well, Worf was in a bunch of Deep Space Nine. Worf is in more than half of Deep Space Nine. So Alexander has to show up for one episode. I think he's fucking back on Earth, living with the grandparents. Man, if you're okay, all right, you're okay. What if you're stuck on a planet with with Wesley and Alexander? How is this like the worst fuck Mary kill what ever? Would, yeah, no, not no. It's just like, how would that play out? It'd play out like, well, okay. Alexander would be like, King, I hate it. And then Wesley would be like, I need to summon some magical technical bullshit to get the water out of that fucking magic fountain. Mm-hmm. And then I would kill myself. <laughs> I think I think you killing yourself just so you don't have to be there is the optimal scenario. Oh, man. That's like, good. Who's, good. Who's the shittiest character from fucking Deep Space Nine that we can throw into that fucking I re- pile? I really hate O'Brien. Oh, I love O'Brien. I I won't begrudge anyone that likes O'Brien, but I also really hate O'Brien. I love O'Brien. I bet you I hate O'Brien more on TNG and on Deep Space Nine. I don't mind him as much. Well, he's actually a real character on TNG. Uh, yeah, in because on TNG, all he does is shove his potatoes down uh, Akiko's throat. Yeah. And then she's like, no, try this sushi. And he's like, no. I think that's Deep Space Nine, actually. That happens in TNG, for oh, sure. Oh, fuck. Are you serious? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that There's I'm a whole episode about. where he's like, why can't, why are we eating this fucking slop? Well, the reason, the reason why I love, Uncooked fish. I love O'Brien is that O'Brien is the only character in, like, fucking Star Trek Who's like a fucking normal ass working man? Kind of. He's like a regular person. There's also the episode where he's really racist against uh, Kardashians. Yeah, yeah, he is. And, and that, like, you shouldn't even be on the Enterprise if you're that. That's racist. why he's a non-commissioned officer and not that's a commissioned true, officer because he right, didn't go right, to fucking right, Starfleet right. Academy. Okay, never. Because if that. he had gone to Starfleet Academy, that would have been like, hey, do you fucking hate Kardashians? Which be races like, do you hate? He'd be like, I fucking hate the Kardashians and I fucking hate the Ferengi. <laughs> and if I see one, I'll fucking shoot him. to be potato. Now, to be fair, when uh, a Ferengi is on the view screen, you can always see Picard's, like, fist clench and slightly shake. Oh, man, the Ferengi took such a fucking face turn from the first time they show up in TNG. TNG, they're fucking, they're hobgoblins. Yeah, yeah, basically. And they have whip guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucking stupid shit. And they and they they uh, they uh, they hit on everything and anything. 
Doesn't that, matter what race. That shit where they're like, I can't believe you're so shameless. Uh, what is it? Shameless is to clothe your females and then you can undress them with your eyes. And every character in Star Trek looks at them and goes, the fuck are you talking, talking about? about? That's the weirdest shit. You're Oh man! Anyway, what do, what 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 did you do? This oh week? man, I, 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 I don't. I like, watch it's, fun, fun. It's it. flooding my fucking brain now. Okay, you watch Star Trek? Let me. I didn't. I just I, every year I rewatch Star Trek. I gotta get back on the Orville. That's actually really fantastic. Um, let's see. Hmm. Uh, as for games, I actually played a surprisingly uh, a mat a huge amount of Destiny Two. Like I hmm. I hit that I turned that corner and like. You know when you play, you, you touch a game and you're like, eh. and then you go, no, nah, man, I'm going to do it. It's like in whatever RPG you just start, you know, I'm going to beat the optional boss or what have you. Sort of. Here's Pat's review, ongoing review of Destiny 2. Boy, it's exactly the game Destiny 1 should have been. Mm. Every complaint that everyone ever had about Destiny 1. Oh, Destiny 2 actually made it a, like a good game instead of a bad game. Did they really need a 2? Yeah, they really needed one. But couldn't they have just made... Is there any of these changes or whatever that make it better? Couldn't it have not just been applied to So Destiny some of them one? did show up. Because wasn't Destiny 1 supposed to be like a 15-year game? So Destiny 1 did get like significant mechanical changes yeah, 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 in season 2 and 3, which is what they call the years, basically. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, but I remember reading up and... Like from behind the scenes, like interviews with people that remained anonymous. It's like right. their pipeline on Destiny One for making assets was just completely fucked up. And I, it's it like I'll believe that. It's one of those development situations where they're like, We want to add something to the level. And it's like, well, the level takes an hour to decompile. Then you make the change. Then it takes two hours to recompile. And this is any change. Yeah, any change. Like and a, it's not a stat. So it's like kind of like astonishing that the game even shipped. Yeah. And two is like the areas are a lot more interesting. Okay. Like honestly, I I I'm very disappointed. I think everybody is that the old areas and stuff was not rolled in. Yeah, to this I one, bet, I bet. Um, but it's like Street Fighter Alpha One. There's no reason for it to yeah. have really existed now that we have this one. It's right? like Mass Effect One. No, no, it's a yeah. no, no. It's no, like no, Assassin's no. Creed One. I am, uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but like I've been really, uh, I want to get my hands on a hard copy or whatever download of mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed 1 because on Xbox One, it runs in 4K now. Mm -hmm. Ubisoft patched it. That's fucking weird. I want to just. You, you, hey, you, guess you, what? I bet that game looks amazing. You play Origins. I play Origins. I want to just go back and be like, I want it. I bet you this will make me think, this will make me think Origins is like even better than it is. That's well, 10 years ago. It is. But at the same time, it's like even Assassin's Creed 1, we all knew that like there could be more going on with this game because mm -hmm. it's just nothing remember the shit where it's like turn off everything mm -hmm. turn off all of the hud just use the sounds of the marketplace shove to it. guide you shove it marketplace this man. was always i remember when we talked about this the first time you were like that's bullshit you can actually do that in origins because of the eagle but like wait what's this in Origins, you can turn all the HUD off, but yeah, since yeah. you have Senu you, to ping things on on the area, I suppose it actually, you're right. and there's no mini map. Like now, that's actually kind of viable, but it still sucks. But, but the, back in the day, like fuck. But off. the land mess is so more massive than Assassin's Creed One. Yeah, yeah, it's real big. 
Man, I got to I I stopped playing that for a few days mm-hmm. and I'm like a hand starts shaking a little bit. I'm like I need to get back cuz yeah. I don't want it to be too long before it's, I forget everything. Well, every well uh, I play. I, I feel like I'm like halfway you, through, okay, and I'm like, and I'm I'm doing the thing that I do. It's like I'm doing, like I'm, you know, the, the maps is divided in like twenty zones. Yeah, I'm showing up in the zone that the story tells me to go to, and then I do every single fucking thing in that zone, mm-hmm. and then just crush the story everything missions. Everything you can, or like you won't do stuff that's like out of your level. All of it, and nothing's out of my level now. No, but when it was, it never. If you do all the activities in a, in if an you area, max out an area, you then are move you on. are okay, way way beyond. Because I'm always curve. like three or four levels below or wherever it says. Like level forty is the cap in that game. Yeah, it feels like there's enough like experience in the game to get to like level fifty five. I like here's here's the other thing. Like the Anubis God challenge is over, and I attempted that like I uh, described last time, and it was just n- it was never going to happen because I was like level fourteen, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be a level forty fucking boss fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like just throw the armor there on the store. I'll buy it when it's Anubis. When it's God armor, I'll I'll buy it. Shame on you, Matt. Sure, I'm wagging my finger. I'll take. I'm I'm currently wagging my finger. You know, it's not a very serious wag coming from me. It's kind of like me. Um, <laughs> it's a so coin I'm wagging. It I read myself. someone that's like, hey, you know what? I really like about this Assassin's Creed that its side quests remind me a lot of The Witcher. Yes, they do. And it did not at all to me, except until I got to meeting up with your old friend near the Hippodrome. Yep. And that whole thing. Oh, that side quest is so good. Which is. Not related to the main plot at all. Was nothing to do so with so much shit. more involved than I. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, these missions. It has sure. so the the main problem with the AC Origin side quest compared to like say a Witcher side quest is they're a little too in world and a little too serious. Like, oh, the bandits are. Ta- I don't know what this voice is, but oh, the bandits are taking our shit. No, it's it's like when there's a grieving mom and there's dead bodies around. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, what what is the problem? Like, and then she's just like, oh, there's a guy that killed my the, things. The, and the then, general, yeah, those are always the serious. general flow of like how a Mass Effect or like a, a a Dragon Age or like any modern RP or Witcher, right? Yeah, is you have your setup for your quest, then you go do the quest, and then somewhere between fifty to seventy five percent through the quest, something. You learn something new that changes the context. Right. Right? Oh, the werewolf you're hunting? It's actually the guy who gave you the quest. It's your mom. Or, you know, whatever. Yes. And the AC Origins quest? Don't do that. Okay. They're played straight the whole way through. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, but still, they're really... They're... It's still a massive fucking step up from the other games. Yeah, because the other games, like, how, like you know what's amazing? Uh, I've played, you've played more than me, but I've mm. played like around seven, eight hours. Mm-hmm. I haven't f- had to follow anyone. You did, I, I, I'm way further in. Haven't had to follow anyone. That's awesome. You have to escort people, but that's, that's fine because your combat ability is crazy in that game. And, and the AI for them, like they almost, for at least in me, they haven't like even gone close to dying. Well, the only they pe- just hide or somewhere and then you just take care the of The only everybody. people that I've followed in the whole game are like when I'm infiltrating a base and I want to kill just the captain, I follow him. But then at the end of that, I stab him. Yeah. And and the other thing is that like when when you just get to a stronghold or whatever, and if you actually kill everybody, like it's what I thought 
Assassin's Creed One was going to be. Yeah. And two still didn't have that. Yep. Like three, de- like I never, I never actually beat three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I, think anybody did. I, <laughs> I beat uh, four, but that was the last one. And there was just something about this one where I'm just like, yeah, yeah, because. Four was more like move on, move to the next place, move mm-hmm. to the next place, move to the next Which place. Which made sense because you had the boat. Yeah, because that was the main thing. And while this has tons of fucking boats, it's just like, what is the side quest where there's like this drunk Greek uh, that's just surrounded by alligators? Oh, yeah. Crocodiles or whatever. And that's a very Assassin's Creed style quest. Oh, there's this like lush fucking... Um, a husband that just escaped from his wife See, or whatever. that quest yeah. totally follows the formula I was talking about. Yes, it does. Where you get all the way to the end, and he's like, that's not my fucking wife. She got me drunk and said I was married now. No. And then a bunch of dudes say, you got to pay the virginity tax, motherfucker. And he's like, ah, help me. And he's like, I, a bitch. I hope they bring the virginity tax back. That's fucking great. That's <laughs> fucking so... Anyway, so you yeah you played uh, you played Destiny. Uh, yeah, I played Destiny. Uh, I also played uh, uh, with my girlfriend and a friend of hers, Hidden Agenda, which is the new super massive game. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the game where it's like you you're to be fair, you're basically watching a movie. So you don't really do anything. To to give my thoughts on this, I have to kind of explain how it works because it's it's more complicated than you would think. It is. So imagine Until Dawn or Heavy Rain or any story based narrative thing. But boiled down to, like, cho- A and B choices only. But it's more of like uh, a hit. Um, God, what were we just talking about? Heavy rain type story where it's just mm-hmm. killers Serial and killer. detectives yeah. and cops. So every particular choice, you can be like, I'm annoyed or I'm sad or you know, uh, let's search over here or search over here, right? And they're minor little QTEs and little clue finding things. But the main gimmick is that you play it with your friends and you use your cell phone. And you'll get a like, little... Uh, like, what's the word? Uh, fibbage or one of those mm-hmm. games where you use your cell phone to uh, connect to the TV right. or whatever it and, is. And uh, the cell phone acts as like an impromptu mass pointer. Yeah. And uh, you'll enter into a new chapter and it'll say, okay. And one of you people will be given the hidden agenda. And so say I get it, right? And it'll be like, make sure so-and-so threatens the judge at the end of the cutscene. Yeah. And... Over the course of the the scenario, uh, it'll then at some point give like it'll ask all players like who do you think the person is? Yeah, and then you if you succeed in accomplishing your goal, you get points. If you succeed in guessing the person, you get slightly less points, and so on and so forth. Uh, it's a really cool idea. There's also a bit of of uh, uh, what's a Hitler hidden, hidden secret Hitler secret Hitler yeah yeah. It's a really, really cool idea, and it's tons of fun for the first 45% of the game. 45? Yeah, not quite exactly half. So the game has some relatively severe logistical and mechanical problems. Like? Number one, the final question in every cutscene is what determines the, the, the success or failure of the agenda. Okay. None of the other choices choices matter for shit. Hmm. Doesn't matter at all. And a voice even comes uh, comes over and says, "This is the choice that will decide the hidden agenda." What? Who is it? Stop them. And it's like so cuz you're supposed to argue and and point the thing and that's how you tell who the person is. Cuz but it's all only one thing. In the marketing stuff, I've always been 
it's always been imparted on to me that like you're supposed to play this with like the maximum amount of people because it complicates everything. There's more people to point to. So you're playing it with three people. Yeah. And like I know that you can play this completely single player as well. Which, which is, you can't play this mode. Me. You just play the story. Yeah, you just play the story, in which case that's not much of a game. So I would actually think that this gets way worse really? with more people. And the and that's the other problem. There are a couple chapters in which you decide one thing and then the very next decision like one minute later is this is going to decide the hidden agenda it's like you've been in the chapter for a total of like three minutes Mm -hmm. and you've been watching the cutscene, and no one's really talked because you're watching the story and then it's like guess who it is it's like i have no fucking no one's even said anything no one's even done anything to be suspicious right and so then you go, oh, I want to do this. And then you look at the people. And that's it. And then the other problem is that at about the exact halfway mark of the game, it starts to actually just fall apart. Like the story or? You know how when Heavy Rain had a scene in which you could have missed it, you didn't know until you looked it up afterwards? Yeah, like a, an important part of the story. In this, in this thing, people will be talking to each other. And then it will hard cut and their clothes will have changed. And they'll be talking about something different. And that's the cut to the unique version. It is the sloppiest implementation of the branching path. And then you get to scenes where like in the finale, when someone's trying to escape, it just skips parts of the escape. And and like there's a part where somebody called off uh, an armed attack. Mm-hmm. that was never shown on screen. The only way I found out was looking through the companion app and goes, and, oh, companion and it app, goes, wow. even though you threatened to murder this person over and over, they still trusted you in the end, which means nothing you would have done actually right, matter. Right. And then the finale is like all these little pieces just clanging up against each other in these really awkward cuts. And it looks like shit. Uh, and like, it's, it's this bummer where, you get the David Cage experience, but faster, where you get the first... That's not a bad thing. You get, like, that first half hour, it's like the first scene of a David Cage game, where you're like, yeah, there's infinite possibility. Yeah, infinite possibilities every time. And then, you, you, then you're like, oh, Christ. That, like, the, the one that got me was you're talking to a character, and you're looking at them, and from one line to the next, the character's hoodie just goes from hood on, and it just glitches down to hoodie down, because... In that version of the scene where they're scolding you, the hoodie's up. But then when they're nice to you, the hoodie's down. And we got both. It's a mess. So um, Supermassive had three games scheduled to come out in about two months' time. Wow. Hidden Agenda, The Impatient, Mm -hmm. and uh, Tango Bravo. Mm -hmm. Uh, The latter two being uh, PlayStation VR things. Mm -hmm. And that's like, has that ever happened? Uh, one developer releasing three games within two months of each other. It's I don't know. It's pretty rare. So while Hidden Agenda is not PSVR, like I read that the whole thing that they they did that for that game, the whole concept was well, when we made Until Dawn, we'd check out Let's Plays and YouTube videos. Everyone's playing it together, and everyone's shouting at someone like, "Let's make a whole game around that." I'm like, mm-hmm. "That's a great idea." Yeah, and that is still a great idea. It's just that, like, I think maybe. Now, Impatient and Tango Bravo, whatever, mm. has been delayed till next year, mm-hmm. which is good. 
because the impatient is actually an official prequel to until dawn mm-hmm. so that needs a little bit of time then the now is not a great time to release shit because mm-hmm. everything's coming out but like it seems like um you know i i, I really want to play um uh hen and jenna myself because i was like intrigued by the concept but that seems like maybe they kind of rushed it out the door it's Perhaps. totally possible yeah is it like two hours? Yeah, it's two and a half hours. Because it's a movie. It's fucking short. Okay, that's It's fine. crazy short. Late Shift was a movie, and that was short. Yeah. Uh, before I finish off my week, uh, I think we should actually uh, take word from our sponsors. Whoa, he's doing it. Hey, guys. We have a longtime sponsor of the podcast here. Hey. They've been holding it down. Matt. Yeah. You like cool like uh nerd culture things no i look over there behind you and see a billion figures those aren't mine but i see what you're saying what if you could get that kind of thing in every your month house in the mail in a form of box i would say you're crazy and i would punch your eyes in hey man loot crate loot crate is gonna deliver more than twenty dollars of pop culture items I, to your door I for under to twenty dollars a month. Twenty dollars a month below that. Under that, uh, that's crazy. It's stuff you can pose, wear, all sorts of stuff. And there's even a bigger crate. That crazy loot crate is, DX. Is, is, is this the mega crate that people have been talking about? I'm looking at this now, and now it says loot crate DX. Whoa, <laughs> that's huge. All right. I don't even know what DX stands for. I thought like I thought I was deluxe. reading it wrong and yeah, that's probably deluxe. It's probably yeah. deluxe. Never mind. We solved it. All right, we said it last time, but it's the same this time. Pay attention. November's theme is Unite 2.0. Okay. That's going to include things like the Justice League, <laughs> yes. Voltron, all Overwatch. The li- Overwatch. Over. I say Overwatch. I don't know why I think it's fun. That's fine. Underlook. The Power Rangers. That's crazy. They united once or twice. And remember, this this month, at yep. least, it's the extra crazy thing where you get the free download of uh, Batman the Telltale series. Oh, I forgot. We did that last time, and I still don't believe it. No, yeah, it's right there. Okay. I believe it. Also, so. oh, no, wait. What? And one subscriber will get the Mega Crate. DX. That means, no, no, that means the Loot Crate DX is a different thing from the Mega that's, Crate. That's crazy. You we're can, we're learning new things as so we go. There's so many Loot Crates. There's so many. There's like the Anime Crate, then there's like the other crates. I forget those crates' names, but they're crates. They're crates, man. They got loot mm. in them. All right. Now, if this interests you, you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe, and you'll get this month's crate. When the cutoff happens, that's 19, the 19th of November, 9 p.m. Pacific. If you miss that, it's over. It's gone forever. And then you'll have no more friends. Yeah. They'll all leave you. They'll be like, where's, you where's, my, the, crate? where's my crate? Where, where's my crate? I wanted to live vicariously through your crates. Because they're too cheap. You know, Even what? though it's under $20. In video games, I'd always rather hit open a crate than mm-hmm. like a barrel or something. I completely crate well, the barrel, you, the crate's not going to explode in your face. Barrels usually Barrel explode. could. Yeah. All right, now if you want that, go to lootcrate.com slash friendcast and enter the code friendcast to save $3 on any new subscription today. $3. Thanks, Loot Crate. Thank you. Hey. So what was the rest of my week? Uh, the rest of my week, uh, hung out with the friend of the girlfriend, you know when they vet you? 
the, no. the friend. Yeah, you know. I don't. Oh, really? I'm just automatically accepting. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that's sweet. There's a few that probably don't like me. It's possible. That's fine. But I they, make, sh- but they, I make, I but make, they were quiet, huh? I make more money than their husbands anyway. <laughs> Anyway, oh, that's fucking raw. Anyway, but the other thing I did is we went back to uh, the escape room, uh, a maze in Montreal. Oh, a maze! Yeah, I've been there. And we tried out the um, uh, the prison escape. Yeah, which is awesome, except for one small problem. So in the prison escape, it, it actually helps, like, really set the stage. They handcuff you and put you in cells. Yeah, they and, beat you up a little bit. And the, and the first thing to do is to escape from the cell, which is a genuinely fantastic start to an escape game. Yeah, because you're escaping. Here's the problem. Here's the There's problem. cell A and B. A is close to the door, where the keys are perched precariously right next to the doorway. Just out of reach. B is farther away from the door, right? It, yeah. You can't reach anything. In B, there's one of those little metal shimmies you use to break into a car. Right. And you can pass that to the person in A. And then person A reaches through the hand, through the bars and then grabs the I keys. I get you. So here's the problem. I was in A and the ladies were in B. They pass me the little metal shimmy. I then go to put my arms through the bars only to discover. They're too fat. That close. <laughs> I, am, I am too short to get the position to get my shoulder through the bars because the, the, the horizontal part is oh, pretty high. Oh, there's a horizontal part. Okay, that, yeah. And my arms are too short. I am okay. literally six inches away from getting the keys. And we're we're doing this for, I'm doing this for like two, three minutes. And it's like, this, Bones are creaking. This is supposed to be doable, right? So you hit the hit button and, and the lady comes in and I'm like literally like, and she's like, oh, um, okay. And just hands me the keys. <laughs> and this is like in minute five, right? Yeah. Okay. But doesn't take it off our hint thing or our time because... What was the recommended uh, player count for this scenario? This is two to five. Okay. Well, so with then... three, it worked just fine. Sure. It's considerably... There is a tough-ass magnet puzzle in that that requires two people. You know, when these scenarios kind of pop up, always better to do escape rooms with the maximum amount of people if you have them available. Yeah. Just well, to... So I've done, I've done two now. One with... Uh, just my girlfriend and one with uh, the girlfriend and her friend. Man, it is so much easier with more people. It's yeah, not yeah, even yeah. close because we would find a key and you'd go, what the fuck is this key for? And then someone behind you would go, I know what that's for. There's more brains. Because they, they were staring at some lock that you didn't understand for five, ten minutes. There is a goddamn, we didn't get to go to it, but there is a goddamn, um, what's the what's the DS series? The Room Escape series? 999? There was an official 999 escape room in Los Angeles. Oh, that's fucking In Japantown that was closed and we couldn't go. But I'm like, how? how? The official ones astound me. Like, the official ones made me feel that it's like, this isn't, like, you can have a fit, like, there should be an, I'm sure there isn't maybe in Japan, like a Resident Evil one, or Mm -hmm. sorry, Biohazard one. There should be all, like, this is an untapped market, really. And this is just like, 
Generic prison escape, yeah? yeah. Oh, it was great. I wish Montreal would have like an Assassin's Creed escape. You would think, considering how fucking, many game studios are here. I, I, I know someone that still works at Ubisoft. I'm going to talk to them. Do it. Do it. Would you so, do an Assassin's Creed uh, escape? I'd do it in a second. And like the last thing, you, you get to stab a dummy. Co- you have to come with a hood. Yeah, you have to. It's you the can't. law. Uh, we actually made it out with like four seconds to spare, Ooh. which is amazing. Dude, the the final bit of the of the prison break is so arduous. It's not. It's so uh, tense. It's like prison break because it's a big Again. vent that you crawl through to escape, and there's a lock on it. Yeah. And once you find the key that unlocks that, you're out, right? But there's all these shelves and all sorts of bullshit in front of the vent to make it look like, hey, you're not supposed to go through here. So you're like, there's 10 seconds left. So we're just grabbing the shelves and just throwing them down on the floor yeah. to escape. And then you escape into the lobby. Like like you you literally escape and you come out like one foot behind the front desk. That's not amazing. It's super cool. And then they turn around and go, what was happening at the last second there with all the banging and crashing? Which is one of the things that you're supposed to not do. There is no reason. And they're like, well, we didn't have enough time. We had to escape. Man, room escape games are fun. If you have any group of friends that has any like, Wooly, inkling Wooly for will kind tell of puzzles, all day. He's do into it. The room it's the best. It's the absolute best. Yeah, it's good stuff. And that's pretty much it for me. Uh, nothing too fancy. So since you can't do it, I'll do it. What's in the news? Beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. Oh, my goodness. Thanks, man. All right, we got some big stories this week. Nothing bigger than uh, the fact that uh, everything to do with Star Wars Battlefront is now a fucking no. trash you, fire. What? You're not serious. How do I change the podcast to make it look at it? I'm looking at it. Oh, so everyone's looking at an ad now. All right. So this has gone... This I is, wasn't aware. So this is now such a fucking massive scamble. Scamble? Scamble! Scamble. It's a scamble. Scandal that it is now... No, re- scamble. It is now scambled outside of video games and real newspapers and whatnot are reporting on it. I think it's like Belgium was like, this shit's fucking... So let's let's gambling. go into all the stuff since we talked about it last podcast one well he is a seer he is a he is a very smart predictor of industry crap to be fair that was a very easy yeah thing but to, I'm, I'm being to, complimentary yeah that's true um well described last week on the podcast how all of your outrage was predicted and accounted for and that uh reduced costs slash grinding for your heroes would be implemented soon and it was later that day but was it though? No, because it didn't actually change anything. All your rewards were also slashed by 75%, so it actually meant nothing. And then, yeah. right before the game came out, they pulled all the microtransactions and made a, a big apology. Said, hey, oh, whoa, we fucked up. Oh, we got we to gotta look into how to make this you know fair in the you future. You know what's really gross about that? particular statement that they made what's that because it was uh attributed to a dice employee mm-hmm. because then you'll feel some type of sympathy yeah because, because it's dice. It, i like dice it, i like dice too they are actually the least responsible the least but like the lesser responsible for these decisions but if it said like whoever the fuck ea, EA producer man, man would have gone over as well. So I don't like grabbing a corpse and 
deflecting the bullets with it. Yeah, it's like, hey, I know this is my decision and I made it and I forced you to go along with my decision. You're now going to stand in front of me and take the bullets. Uh, big ups to that Dice employee that was like, sure. I'll fall on the sword yeah. for you guys. I made a tweet about this. It was just very lackadaisical. But like, I made a tweet that was just like, hey, everyone, we're sorry we got caught. Very sorry. We thought that the Star Wars brand was big enough to deflect from all this negativity. It is not. And that's where we're going to go to in the next part of this story. What's the next part? Two parts of this. W- why did EA decide to pull the microtransactions? Well, there's two reasons, and they're probably both the reason. Yeah. Number one is Belgium, part of the European Union, goes, Oh, man, these loot boxes are real gross. This looks a lot like gambling. Maybe we should have our gambling commission look into this shit. As uh, as I saw somebody say earlier about this, EA fucked up and tried to greed so hard they may have actually ru- ruined loot crates for everyone. Because if the European Union like judiciary looks at this and goes, that's gambling, that's one of the world's major markets that yeah, basically bans major. loot boxes. I've been to Vegas. And that that has a trickle down because it was like, oh, we can't count on that money. Does Europe get shittier games or better games? Do then people try and get the European? Like, it's a mess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing, which is probably more important. Now, this is somewhat unconfirmed. This is somewhat going on like crystals. Assumptions. Like yeah. re- what I would call reasonable assumptions. What is known is that uh, I forget the guy's name. Doesn't but matter. it is the brand manager or CEO or some big fucking honcho over at Disney called the president of EA. I love this part. Like four hours before the, the microtransactions went poof and disappeared. And it has been Things assumed, it has been stated and assumed to be true, that the gist of it was, motherfuckers, we did not give you Star Wars so you could have Star Wars is bullshit in the news all day. Yeah. Last Jedi's coming out. Also, this looks like a fucking mess. And I believe, I don't know this for sure, but I believe the uh, rights holder like Disney does have the ability to go, hey, maybe we won't give you Star Wars next time. Maybe we'll give it to somebody okay, who I, doesn't get our news. Okay, I thought EA and Disney Star Wars deal lasts until 2019. And then they have the option to re-up or whatever. That uh, is probably the case. I, I, I think I heard that. I'm not 100% but sure. If, if but if it Dis- doesn't matter. Imagine if you go to see The Last Jedi, right? Yeah. And you're sitting in your chair, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, put more money into your chair mm-hmm. and we will show you the next scene. Yeah. Or if you don't like that Kylo Ren is losing, put more money into it and then he'll win. Yeah. Because that's like... Movies are pretty. Movies have gotten pretty bad mm-hmm. with like D-box seating and 3D and shit. But they'll never like they video ne- games are so much the, more the grimy. Way, the, the way the way games can work, you'll never be able to grime it you up. You can't as hard. stop us. So like, let's say they're locked in until 2019, right? Let's can say. you imagine what happens? Like EA stock price, like their stock has already tanked a little bit, a little following bit. the 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 pull of the microtransactions. They're telling investors, oh, don't worry, guys. Us removing the primary monetization thing of our biggest fall game is not going to affect our earnings, which is nonsense, because if yeah. it didn't, then why do you, right? But let's assume they're locked in until 2019. I can see their stock just 
tanking when Disney goes out. We're not re-upping with those fucks, right? Like, and okay. that's the kind of thing where it's like, if they lose it, does that mean that Disney, which has done this before with Marvel stuff, would like discontinue the ability to buy those old games and stuff like that? Like, uh, possibly. I think Deadpool just got taken off the Steam store. There's a whole like, Deadpool's on sale. Buy it because it's gone. Because we don't get the rights to that shit no more. It's, it's crazy. Because Activision or whatever. Um, you know what I'm really interested in? Not this. I'm interested in the fact that um, Julian Eckbert, whatever, the director of Factor 5, mm. recently was on an interview and stuff that's like, you know what I want released? I'm trying to get released. Our Star Wars like unreleased Wii compilation thing mm -hmm. in HD where it's like all the original trilogy shit redone HD, like rebalance and whatever. Release cool. these right now, please. God, why don't you release these now? I think and I assume it's because EA is just has the rights to it, probably. And unless uh, Disney makes another, so that's the thing. Disney owns everything, yeah. but I think and they're, they're about to eat, own even more of everything. But I think they're open to anything where mm -hmm. it's like, hey, everyone, come at us. That's with a new way ideas. to make money because. Uh, Rebel Strike, not so great, but I fucking love those old Rogue Squadron games. They're good, and I want those released on every console. And there's something about, like, Switch exclusive. No, fuck that. Release that on everything. Now, there's two other things to, to note about this story. What is One, that? just because they turn the microtransactions off, that is not a victory <laughs> like, for not. you to go buy it. That's not... If you weren't going to buy it before because of this shit... On my timeline, if you were one of the persons like, yeah, awesome. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You have to be the person that's like, do not celebrate this. It has to come back and be not fucked up for yeah. you to celebrate, right? And it's a shame because I think a few weeks ago, last time we had a podcast all together, I was like, man, Battlefront 2, yeah. That looks good. That looks it good. It does look good. Single player campaign, yo, yo, yo. I feel, Darth ba Maul. I feel bad for the developers who had nothing to do with Dice. this and who, who yes. busted there i'm sure there were a couple of those people who were like yeah let's do box oh shit you know what i also bet that the game is awesome yeah sure don't don't fucking buy it look at that screenshot yeah it looks There's like a, a bunch movie. of fucking uh, stormtroopers going against whatever seth that's a kylo ren that looks like a kylo ren doesn't yeah. matter it looks video games don't buy it until they fix it or just never that's yeah. also a solution yeah. the second thing about this that i'm adding in here because i saw it earlier sure Need for Speed Payback also had like Fuck super fucked up tr microtransactions and is actually called Need for Speed Payback, which is hilarious. I should get my money paid back. They uh, recently put out a statement saying, oh, we're going to change all that shit. Also, all the reviews of the game are bad. Whoops. God. So they're going to they're going to fucking... can't get no more burnout, eh? Burnout's not yeah, a Yeah, burnout's thing. gone. Ghost Games is fucking in the ether. I don't know. But, like, you know, EA might have pushed it so far that they actually ruined it for everyone. I'm oh, actually glad that they did this. I also want to give uh, Blizzard a bunch of shout-outs for being a bunch of bitchy cunts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this. So, when this was all going on, Blizzard put out a bunch of fucking schlocky ads. With uh, StarCraft uh, Because StarCraft 2 is free to play now. And, like, pay, oh, you know, that's crazy, microtransactions. It's like, 
as funny as those ads are that they take a dig at them, this is the same company that like gives China special exclusive loot boxes so that they don't have to reveal the loot drop rates for the rest of the world. And also it's Activision Blizzard. They don't need to do that. No. They're of the same level, if not higher, than EA. Well, no, EA's got its own branch. If it's an order. But, but, you know what I mean? but like, Activision Blizzard's right, like, right there. So, I mean, like, if you're some like indie fuck or like, <laughs> you know, B Studio, do this shit all you want. It's hilarious. Oh, this But if you're on the funny. same level, level as that group like yeah it doesn't look the best yes starcraft 2 is free to play that's awesome and starcraft 2 is good and starcraft will always be good starcraft 1 so it's like you don't really need to do this you don't need oh, to oh i, I brought face. that up too fast that doesn't matter that's fine oh i want i am done talking you know what's about coming anyway. too fast what's coming too fast new v triggers combo extenders and more so street fighter 5 arcade edition is going to come out and we kind of knew that already and we kind of already knew that there was going to be more V-Triggers. Yes. Uh, they show off a lot in the trailer. They show off a lot of the starts of things. Yeah, it's it's labeled as a teaser. Yeah. And that's really fucking accurate. Oh, how do I scroll this? That's really accurate as shit. Because uh, in it, you see the start of a dozen cool combos. And you see the start of a New bunch techniques. of cool V-Trigger activation. Yeah. Because there was, like, rumors that this shit was not going to come out at launch. Nope. That these changes would actually happen. Well, now it super is. And this, like... And this shit actually makes me, like, excited to boot up the game again. There's a lot of really cool stuff happening in this thing. Yeah. There's a There's a state which makes it look like um, reuse parry auto counters... There's a bison. Looks like he can plant a bomb on you like Cinder. Uh, the, everybody's got new moves. Every single character has new moves in this trailer. Yeah. There's there's tons and tons of cool shit. New mix-ups. In addition to that, what was later happened, uh, let's see, at some Capcom event. Oh, yeah, Birdie uses his chain and attacks now. Stuff like that. They said, hey, everybody get excited for Capcom Cup. Wonder what's what? gonna be there, and then a shit a bunch of petals. A shit ton of sacra petals fell onto the audience, and it's like, whoa, Sagat! Wonder what's gonna happen there. Did you see the the other one that Capcom fucking France put out? I saw it. Yeah, it just they show you a picture of Saddam. It is. Capcom France put out, like, there's a new character coming in season three of, of Street Fighter. Who could it be? And it is, like, the shittiest blur job of Saddam. It's I've just ever... his Alpha 3 it is the portrait. Most, it is the most obvious piece of art I've so, literally ever seen. It's hilarious. That, with that Saddam picture, that means the entire. It means it's so real. At least the Capcom leaks that we talked about last yeah, week. Yeah, no, it, it are, like. Super real. So Sagat, Sakura, Sanam, if, if, another Final if, Fight if, if character. You're, if you're watching this on stream, you can you can actually see this Who fucking Sagat picture. Is it Blanca? It's hilarious. If you're if you're not watching the stream, you're listening to the audio version. Go uh go go to Event Hubs and go look for the fucking uh Capcom France hinting at another Street Fighter Five character blurred out photo article and look at this stupid shit. I can't believe. Someone actually thought that was like a hint. I I don't think that I actually don't think they could have thought that. That's so that be that being said, Saddam's a great choice because he's a lot like Birdie, where it's like it's a weird alpha, pseudo it's, grappler, it's a weird alpha thing. I loved actually playing as Birdie. Like I, you know, I'm really more of a like, oh, is my character cool? Do I like him? Mm -hmm. 
type of guy. And Saddam is like lame and shit. Saddam but, is super lame. But playing as him is always oh, it's awesome. fun. It's I fucking cool. love playing as him. You need to have his V-trigger B. He switches his size out for the katanas. It, no, like, you know, act- you know, if you fucking do his V-trigger, then all of his uh, all of his uh, voice work is subtitled. So, oh, that's good. I like that. Um, I feel bad. He's a weeaboo. So I feel bad for Capcom in this situation. For I, a, feel, like a bro- I always feel bad for, for Capcom. For a broader reason, because like... Okay, that leak comes out, right? Yeah. Then they're in the situation. It's like the next character has to be obvious so that the leak isn't totally confirmed. But, <laughs> but we, but we've already planned to show off Saddam. Shit, right? Like, but we're also showing Sakura and maybe Sagat. Like, I'm gonna go back and look at that leak list and be like, because you know what? That's I'm, the realest shit ever. I'm now. excited as shit for that leak list because I've said before in this podcast, and I'll say it again: is that if you ever see a leak list about Capcom shit, guess what? It's real. It's real. It's always it's real. Always real. And the main thing about that is that Roxy, mm-hmm. Roxy in a Street Fighter game. Is the sickest shit ever. Baseball bat, yes. It's a great obscure pick. Please, it's hit fantastic. Me. More, more. Please hit me with your baseball. More Fatal bat. Fury and uh, more Fatal Fury. Fucking. More I would love oh, Fatal that, Fury. In well, there. no, they'll be in. They they'll be in. Yes, no, they will be in uh, Tekken, Tekken. Seven. or Kermit with a bunch of katanas uh, and smoking a blunt. It's fucking great. I love that image. So yeah, so, yeah Street that. Fighter Five. Uh, I will. Make another run at it. I will too. With arcade edition because I fucking love Street Fighter and I've neglected. I made. I've neglected I, Street Fighter. I made a run about a, like a month or two ago where I just downloaded everything I haven't mm-hmm. downloaded. So like a bunch of stages, a bunch of costumes that I wanted, mm-hmm. and, but I didn't actually play any matches. Yeah. Like I didn't play any online matches. I'm like I'm not interested. In well, that. I mean, I, I've I've recently like quit raiding in FF14. So suddenly a bunch of nights of the week freed up for me. So, like, yeah, no, I actually have time to devote to playing a fighting game again. Um, the question then becomes what fighting game? Yeah. Right? It might not be this. Maybe it's Marvel. Who who the fuck even knows? I don't know. It's probably... You know what? You know what You're game it could... Really you know what sh- game what, it could what, even what could, be? What could it be? Boom! It could be Dragon Ball Fighter Z. All right. Under the no shit section. Wait, why did it not show up in the thing? Just, just. Did it not? Did I break it? Oh, God. Oh, no, the thing's delayed. Okay, great. Don't worry about that. In what is titled the no shit report, uh, fucking Kid Boo, adult Piccolo. Adult Gohan, you want to say. Whatever, adult Gohan. Yeah, adult Piccolo. And Go Tanks, yeah, Go Tanks have shown up in a Japanese. There magazine. has to be a fusion. Uh, no shit. That be like that I, being said, I'm torn on this because at, at one time it's no, on one hand it's no shit. On the other hand, it's like there's a lot of characters in this game. Yeah, there's like twenty. There's gonna be like twenty three characters, and there's still a bunch. Of, like, there's no one from Super. In in this game so far, not so far, and uh, blue blue Vegeta and, and Goku, right? But, that doesn't count. Yeah, it barely counts. But Where, where's Kale? Where's Where's Beerus? Where's Jiren? They have to be DLC later for the launch lineup. Like I will pay for female Plague of Gripe Sans. I yeah. will pay for that. Oh, Kale and uh, Cauliflower. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I don't know about I. 
aside from the super versions, whatever, Super Saiyan, God, Super Saiyan, of oh, Vegeta and Goku, no, oh. which I was like, that sucks. And Wooly's like, no, it doesn't really. And I was like, really? And then he was like, nah, it does. It does suck that it they're in there suck. as their own characters. Um, adult Gohan should just be a swap on on young Gohan. That'd be funny. I don't think he should have a. Well, have they do. They do have swap. totally different things, right? They do. Go tanks, awesome. Go tanks has a lot of shit. Go tanks has donuts. Go tanks has things. Yeah, go tanks. Go tanks has the the ghost shit. Yeah, all types. He's of shit. got that thing where he blows up all Hitler's tanks. Yeah, that that, that special move. Yeah, that's but, cool. Uh, and Kid Boo, fine with Kid Boo. Kid Boo's t- Boo, very different. Boo from... should have at least two forms. Yeah, that's fine. Hey Matt, can you fill time for like two seconds? I drank too no. much, and now I'm gonna piss my pants. So it's gonna only take you two seconds, huh? Yeah, one, two. I'm done. Go tanks. Love go tanks. Does anyone remember Tapion? Where the fuck is Tapion? I would like Tapion and his uh, Legend of Zelda. This is nervous. I'm nervous. His Legend of Zelda style stylings. I think Tapion should be in the game. I think Goku should have his level three Dragon Punch. Remember that in movie 13? 12? 13? Whatever. I want level uh, Super Saiyan 3 uh, Goku punching someone in the face with the spiraling dragon. That was the hype of shit. I think I talked about it a bit with Wooly uh, a few days ago where I was still watching the YTV, Canadian YTV of the Saiyan saga. So Vegeta's still coming down. Vegeta's still on his way. And then I go to school the next day, high school, and someone shows me fucking Metal Cooler fighting Super Saiyan Vegeta and Goku. And I was like, what is... Yeah, what metal, is this? Put Metal Cooler in. Where's Metal Cooler? He's not going to be in. The mo- the weird-ass movie characters, of which there are like a Brawley's, billion. Brawley's in. Broly's in. Broly, bro- is it Broly? Bro, it doesn't matter. Because it's Broccoli, right? Yeah, so bro- Broly. Bro- Broly. How do, you, how do you say Broccoli? Broccoli. Broly. Broly? Fuck it. Fuck it. Hey, thanks for filling that awesome time, Matt. I talked was, about Dragon Ball. Yeah, hell yeah, you did. It's easy to talk about. There's so much stupid crap. So those two button. characters, they're fine. Yeah, Adult Gohan a little weird, but I, whatever. I can see that Beerus being like the buy the game in the first month, get it as the whatever character. It's very weird that the at least in the launch lineup, there's not a definitive exclusive uh, super character. That's weird. Maybe they'll all be DLC. But to be fair, the story mode is all Android Saga shit. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Maybe there'll be a, an even newer Android that's not the new one. God. I still haven't actually... I played... what? No, I played like 10 minutes of one of the betas when it was about to go offline. Yeah, I still haven't touched it. You know but what no one's touched? What's no one's this touched? This game that just got announced. I don't think anyone's touched that. No one's touched it, man. Oh, wait. Holy shit. Valkyria Chronicles 4 exists, is coming to everything. Sega. And it's going to get localized. Sega actually being cool. Like, this series is like the pinnacle 
of Sega's fucking stupid mismanagement bullshit? Because you can make a million mistakes of Sega, but if you say we're going to make a new Valkyrie Chronicles, then Forgiven. people will forgive you. All right. Okay. And you know what's great? All these characters don't look like hideous monsters. Yeah. So let's take it down the steps. Step one. Release a really niche but amazing game. Yeah. And then get pissed off it didn't sell Call of Duty numbers. <laughs> For whatever reason, you uh, thought it would sell that much. All right. Kick it down to the PSP, but also make it like a fucking school anime. Yeah. That fucking no one wanted that shit. All right. You did that? Oh, disappointing sales, but only in the West, because the West doesn't really care about that stupid shit. Yeah. All right, let's just stop making them for the West. All let's right. Let's stop. Now let's make one, the third one, but now let's make it in the tone of the first one that everyone liked, but not release it in the West. And now let's also get a fucking Dojin artist to give everyone, like, horrific deformities in their chests. That's what I was... And beef my it up. My mind was instantly racing towards that and now they finally gone oh maybe people that puts to not hotomi tanaka to shame i know which is like she's bored she's bordering on metahuman like in the justice yeah, league yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. it should have been like a h logo she's flash i get it this is just really good news and it's coming out soon like, it's it's scheduled for end of first... I like it when a game is announced to come out in, like, less than six months. It's coming out in, like, three months. Four months? Tops? Uh, like, well, it's November 20th right now, so it's exactly... So one, uh, it's four months. Four months, four months yeah. Fun. Coming out on the 21st. Uh, Switch is going to come later. That probably, that makes sense. That's fine, but you announced it, so that's great. I'm a little disappointed that there's no PC version, but like I'm not gonna lift, look this gift horse in the mouth. I think there might be one later. Yeah, there'll be one much later, like a year later or something like that. It's Sega. I'm re- yeah. Also, the designs that I'm looking at right here. Whatever you got, of, like of PC the, owners got an awesome Vanquish board. Yeah. So. Uh, the the characters in winter coats. Like, That's good. It, it looks so good. I'm so excited for that, man. Valkyria Chronicles deserves another chance. It's fourth chance. That's right. Whatever it is, whatever we're at now. You know who I'm sick and tired of giving chances to? Wooly? No. <laughs> oh, I got to turn the sound off. That little beepy That's beeps. fine. It's, oh, shit. Everyone knows that sound. Uh, I'm really, really sick of giving Project Phoenix more chances. I will defer to you to this because I so didn't I've, spend money on this. I found this a few hours ago. Actually, maybe you're going to fill for some time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So here's the deal. Project Phoenix was a Kickstarter game. Was, was like, it? Hey. yeah, yeah, it was. I was like, hey man, make an old timey RPG, man. It's gonna be so great. And I know for a fact. Well, I mean, I I, I backed it, and Liam also totally backed it, and we also backed a Unsung Story, as well. And so Unsung Story and this have kind of been in the same mental space. Um. Uh, in our minds for quite some time, and so those are Kickstarter games that we just know are not going to go anywhere. Now, Unsung Story, if I remember correctly, was like the biggest threat to the project is the lack of a dedicated programmer. I think Liam pointed this out to me, and then they failed to get a fucking dedicated programmer, and the game's kind of been in like development hell, right? Um, Project Phoenix has just been like weird non-updates, like updates that don't go anywhere. 
and just kind of disappeared. I kind of forgot it existed. So, uh, I think it was today or yesterday on Project Phoenix's Facebook page, a former staff member uh, working uh, uh, for a company called Area 35 and PR for Tiny Metal just basically blew up on their Facebook page and was like, hey, Tiny Metal uh, used Project Phoenix as a fucking scam. And they just used the Kickstarter to take all the money and make this other game. And the complete thing is just a fucking hoax. And it's it's completely fucking fake and that game doesn't even exist. And... Boy, is that easy to believe. This obviously disappeared, like, immediately off of their Facebook page. Like, it, it's gone. Um... But I believe this super easily. Like, there, the Matt was talking about some fucking thing he bought. And Willie and Matt were talking the other day about... What, what camera do I want? I want this one. Willie and Matt were talking the other day about Kickstarters that they had back that became obvious scams. And it's... Like... This sucks, man. Like, I knew that game was never going to come out. But at least I could feel it in my heart. It's like, oh, it's just a bunch of starry-eyed developers that... Bit off more they could chew, and now it's like, ah, oh, they just—they just stole my money in a big scamble. That sucks. Makes me feel really bad inside. <sighs> Be careful with your money on—I—I I didn't back it for very much, but I mean, I'm sure people kicked in hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars for that, and that's just the worst. Hey, Matt, welcome back. I'm just being sad over here that I got took, and I mentioned that you and Wooly were talking about, like, fake-ass Chinese Kickstarters the other day. And this is a fake-ass Kickstarter. Japanese Kickstarter. Same thing. Different shit. How disappointing. Oh, well. You know what's disappointing? You but, win some, you lose some. But totally foreseen by everyone? Project Phoenix Kickstarter? No. Oh... Uh... Let me switch the thing. I don't know how to do it. That's fine. We'll do it eventually. I did it. Okay, so remember we talked a, a little while ago about uh, GameStop was going to have a rental service. Yes. Uh, that's done. It's been quote-unquote temporarily paused. Okay. Yeah, as you can see that. With no... Uh, no start date. No start date for the temporary pause. And it's probably just gone forever. Now, I heard two reasons for this, personally. One of which is from people who used to work at GameStop, or still do. Which is anyone uh, below the ages of 20. And they're like, our computer systems are dog shit. They straight up can't handle like doing the thing that the thing was supposed to want us to right. do. And they would have to upgrade like the whole network. And it's that's a lot of money. It. So it's just not worth it. The other reason is common sense to everyone on Earth. Yeah. Which is I described a method in which you could use this system to like play two, three thousand, four thousand dollars worth of games in six months and only pay sixty dollars. Thus never having to buy a used game from GameStop ever again. Why did we do this? Because it was obvious. <laughs> and it was a really 
And it's like it's the 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 explanation of like this is how this system gets ruined. Yeah. Because the easiest and best way to use it is totally obvious to everyone but the people designing it. Because very often you go to GameStop and you'd be like, "Yo, my name's this." My account's this or whatever if you really need it. Oh, then, God, I had ads in the podcast. Kinda, that's fine. That's awkward. Someone goes, oh, okay, let me look. Oh, uh, yeah, what's your name? And then it just takes a while for that. for So for, so for a new service to just get rolled out, probably saw this coming. Everyone saw this coming. Everybody, especially me. What did PowerPass get you? Does anyone know? Got it. Got you. Uh, it was supposed to get you a used game at the end of your six month trial. Okay. For sixty bucks, and you could you could trade in and use as many used games as you wanted in that entire time. Well, not a similar thing. Uh, a lot of people are complaining, like, "Hey, I ordered some games from Amazon recently, and they didn't show up until like a week later." And then someone told me, like, "Please go on a Best Buy site and go for their game rewards program." That will ship that I have never had anything not ship on release day so far. So I haven't been investigating that. Like, I would like games to actually show up. Yeah. That'd be great. Because I don't know how many people that I'm friends with are like, I'm, you know what? I'd love to play Mario Galaxy Odyssey. Yeah. It has not yet shown up. Are you serious? Yeah. That sucks. There's two people. And they're just like, I have my money locked in there. Yeah. Why, go digital, that. man. It's the only way to be sure. That's also, uh, be sure. I'd like to point out that uh, you're listening to this pod- podcast in an audio format. You just got a bonus uh, because I super fucked up the stream version and uh, forgot to turn off the desktop audio. So every website that I went to that had like a big loud ad playing in the background... Just totally killed our whole conversation for the folks watching on stream. Cool. Now, if you're listening to the audio version, you didn't know that because it doesn't pick up an audacity. But now that but you know that, you feel, feel superior. Feel, feel, feel lucky. superior. Yeah. You got the better version because oh, you waited a couple hours. I miss him so much. Boy, I don't know how to do this. I'm trying real hard. I'm to trying be, real to hard. To be fair, though, I bet he doesn't know how to stop that. I fucking bet he doesn't. Like, I'm looking at Audacity. I'm looking at OBS right now, right? Right. And there's a desktop audio yeah. uh, thing. There's tons of it. That's on, and that's what, I, had to, that's what I turned off to I do understand. that? I understand, yeah. Why is that even here? Why Why would you even have I desktop audio coming out of the would, thing? I don't know. Um, Like, to, like if... So I have that turned off, right? Yeah. If I go to the outro, is the outro going to be silent? I'm going to assume it is. Yeah, great. I don't know. Uh, yeah. This went better last time. Anyway, what is next? What is next? What is next on my list? This is, uh, this is my list. I helped made this. I mean, Scott Steiner's list. All right. Oh, That's what I was doing. Got no simpy. You know who I got no simpy for? Samoa Joe. You're fat. Close. The Rampage movie. Oh, Thank you for putting this on. So the title of the little news thing that I did was The Rock Continues to Star in Everything. He stars in a lot. Now including. Um, this is his uh, uh, 2.5 uh, uh, appearance in a video game movie. Do you know the first one? Uh, Doom. 
Yes, you know, the second point five one. This is hard. This is for bonus points, my friend. Oh, Jumanji doesn't count. It fucking doesn't. Okay. What's the other point five video game movies he's been in? Point 0.5. You'll, Can you define what you mean by point 0.5? Uh, it didn't actually come out as a movie, but it came out as a game. Spy Hunter? Yes! Yeah, there it is. Uh, there was going to be a Spy Hunter movie and a game tie-in, but the movie never coalesced, but the game did. And the game, you can rock bottom anyone. That's awesome. Anyway. So there's a really weird part at the beginning of this Rampage trailer. What is Where it? Rock is wearing the exact same clothes in the exact same jungle that he's As seen in the Jumanji trailer. It is. He's wearing a Park Rangers uniform. I feel like that sums up this perfectly. It, may, it might this be. This is like an off-brand Jumanji with some dumb shit. Yeah. I sure will see it. I'll see it. Because I fucking love Rampage. I also and, love The Rock. And a lot of things, like, everyone had the same reaction. Like, what the fuck is this trailer? Where's Lizzie? Where's Lizzie? Where's Lizzie? Oh, there's Lizzie. Liz oh, there's Lizzie. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, there, there's there's um, the comedian slash whatever the fuck he is from um, Walking Dead, mm -hmm. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I'm, you know what? I'm totally fine with it. A lot of people are like, oh, fuck this. They aren't humans turned into monsters. Oh, who gives a who shit? Who gives a shit? I just want to see the gorilla and the crocodile blow up a building. I also find it really smart slash I guess you gotta. Yeah. That we can't have a brown or black haired ape running around in this because everyone will be like, is that King Kong? Yeah, it is. No. It's just fucking King Kong. No, it's George. So of the jungle? No. Strong as he can we'll be. We'll just assume that he has white fur and that he's an albino kind of weirdo. Um, so you'll always know that that, that makes the, It makes the ape look a little different. It, it does. They're probably It's probably going to cause more contrast. The shot scenes. of Lizzie with the fucking sun cascading through his jaws is awesome. Yeah, it and looks it, real good. And it just looks like a fucking crocodile because they're like, fuck, Toho will sue the shit out of us. Oh, they'll attack anybody with that shit. Fucking, I still can't believe that there is a movie based on Rampage. I remember playing Rampage for the first time on my friend's Master System. Jesus. Yes. And then playing the NES version like a year or two later, just going, oh, this is the best, this is the best. I remember I, I, I remember fond family movie. moments alongside the, the Genesis version of Rampage. I don't I think that game that holds one. up for shit. Uh, there's vert, like, remember the Midway released the N64 and PSX Rampage Universal Tours? Those games hold up. They're, they're okay, but the original one? Yeah, not so much. Yeah, I bet. I'm, I'm real. The Rock just, I will work. I don't care. Yeah. Is amazing. I, we don't do that. See, I remember when he got trapped in Disney hell. With like Tooth Fairy he and did stuff his time. like that. He did his time. And I remember thinking like, man, fucking poor, poor Rocky. Like he, he got fucked out of his movie career. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He's too great. He's too awesome. No, because he got paid a certain amount to star in that amount of movies. Did his time. Did the films. Got fucking paid. And now he's out. You would do that. Now he's, yeah, I'd do it. If someone's like, hey, I want to make a baby movie where there's a baby you just up as a Does baby. Does the baby dump on my face? Pay me $5. No, you're the baby. I'm the baby? Yeah. But yeah. you get paid like I mean, $10 million. Yeah, fuck it. There you go. Do I dump Fair. on someone's face and make you a might. You might. In the noise? sequel, 
Yeah, not fuck. in the first one, yeah, though. Yeah, fuck it. I'll do it. Okay, there you I go. I don't give a shit. I am looking forward to this horrible movie, Rampage. Oh, man. I don't have a segue for this next one. That's fine. That's fine. Just read it, because it's just like a boring like business it's one. It's a boring business one, but it's like an ongoing It's still story. important. It's still ongoing. It's still so important. it isn't a boring business thing. Yeah. But it is pretty important. Uh, as we've talked about like three or four times on the podcast, Vive- six or seven, Vivendi like has been like I fucking Ubisoft from but from across the room. Room, yeah, at a party, and they're like, I want some of that. I'm gonna buy that shit, and they bought a lot of it. And Yves Guillermo and his and his I think his family and like his Ubisoft is like his family, family. Fuck family. that, we hate that motherfucker. They ruin everything they touch, which is super real. To be honest, though, when Vivendi Universal released a couple games like uh, Hulk Ultimate Destruction, there are some good games in there, but I, yeah, it's still bad. It's well, still bad that they would buy Ubisoft, Ubisoft. has a brief reprieve from this fear of takeover in that uh, Vivendi actually told like their shareholders and all that shit. The it's like takeover. And it's a really weird statement. It is. It's. Uh, what the fuck? I want to actually read the the exact quote because do it's, whatever you like because it's so passive aggressive. It is. It's it's so. F- uh, how, how do I get? Uh, here we go. There you go. Reuters is reporting the that Vivendi won't attempt to take over. Oh, but they will. Gamespot super fucked this up. Did they though? Yeah, they they, they wrote GameSpot. They never made they wrote a Vivendi announced that it won't attempt to take over a Vivendi. That is a fuck up. They mean Ubisoft. Actually, never mind what uh, I said before. For at least six months. Yeah. So they're like, we we're still gonna think about buying you out against your will, but we won't for a little bit because the money. It's so and weird stuff. that businesses can be done like that, where it's like. If I buy enough of you, I have all of you. Well, that's that's how wh- much you can do. Well, it's it's the it's the funzy shenanigans with um, it's the funzy shenanigans with like going public, right? You go public, people buy your stocks, you get a billion dollars. Because if then Rooster you got shareholders came up to us and I'm gonna buy the shit out of you, I'm like, don't you make that bad anime? No, you mean that great anime? Bad anime. How much money are we talking about? Thomas says it's a bad anime. Yeah. How much money are we talking about? How much money are we talking about? Yeah. As much as a bad anime can buy. Oh, that sounds like a good that anime like a to me. That's a lot of money. That sounds good. I'd be like, I don't know. I'm going to run away. Yeah. I'm scared of this decision. All right. That's that, fine. That's fine. So that's what I, I will assume. I forge that, your signature. That's, I assume, what the Gilmo family has to deal with right now. It's just, man, that sucks. What? Getting your company bought out. Because there's, there's nothing you can do. Okay, let me change that. Let me change that slightly. That sucks if you're not if you're already rich. That sucks if you're, if you're already rich. If you're yeah, already yeah. rich, getting your company bought out is like, no, I want my company. If I'm sitting here and EA buys me, I'm like, oh shit. Thanks. Damn it. Cool. Great. See on the EA official live stream, folks. Buy Star Wars Battlefront 2. It looks great. Nah, nah. Um, <laughs> selling out's great. I've said Sign- it before and I'll say it again. Selling out has no problems. There's no problems. No one's ever going to like come at you for it because it's so like. Because it's so wholesome. agreeable. It's agreeable. so agreeable. Yeah, agreeable. That's bad. So there's a lot of people that 
agree and agreeableness and want to make more agreeableness. And this is a bad segue. That's fine. It's still tenuous. Uh, I'm pretty sure you didn't see this, Matt, because you would probably have talked to me about it. I saw this. Uh, Soma Xbox One really, or Soma whatever on everything. It's going to be on everything. Uh, Releases a new safe mode. That has no enemies. So I'm kind of so, torn on this what one. What do you do in Soma if there's no enemies? So on the one, it, it, it turns it into a walking simulator. It turns it into a walking um, simulator. And I'm pretty torn about this because... Yeah, it's weird. Dealing with enemies is by far the worst part of Soma. Yeah. Like, they, you're not given enough control over your vision or your stealth mechanics or you had more control in amnesia with the candles and stuff like that but unfortunately it's 50 percent of soma yeah and like and it, it is still a horror game even if you took all the enemies out Barely. and it's it's much more existential but it's like yeah there needs to be like a threat right while while we did a full lp of soma i was still like this is not... And also, the enemies in that game are fucking cool, man. Visually, yeah. They're cool. So, like, unlike the Assassin's Creed Origins, like, Learn Magic School Bus Edition, mm-hmm. um, I don't really see the point in this. I also... Oh, it's because they probably got data back so people were going to play Soma, but it was too scary. Because the conversations that you have in Soma are quite good. Oh, yeah. But they happen in the instances where you're not fighting. So you feel relaxed. And then it's it's a it's the game goes between physical horror and existential horror. And it trades off between those two things. Yeah. And the enemies are suffering are, are like the emblem of like hardcore existential horror. Because, like, they're all fucking you, metahuman crap. You literally fight through these enemies to get the next conversation about existentialism yeah. and AI. And, and, and what whatever. it means to be a human being and yeah. all that stuff. And so, like, without them, it's like you're you're not really gaining anything. I don't know. I, I also am really disappointed in that when you see a problem, like... Reviews came out for uh, Soma, and, and we echoed their their basic feelings of like the enemy des- the the way you interact with enemies is not the best, It's not as good as Amnesia. It's not. It's not. And instead of improving that with an update, they've decided <laughs> to cut it out. remove the whole part of the game. Mm. And I hate it when games do it. I hate it. You need to play Observer. I hate it when a sequel comes out and they go, "Hey, that system didn't really work in the last game. Let's instead of fixing uh, it, let's just throw it, it away." Press the lead button. And you get this weird thing where uh, you look at Mass Effect as a good example where every game actually has less features. Yeah. Because they're just like, ah, it didn't work. Great. So just throw away everything that doesn't work. It's like, fuck, man. I'm surprised that they're even updating the game to this amount. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that so it's getting far. support and it'll get a new lease, but it's it's like but new I lease on life. It, I don't think it does it, you know, that many favors. Yeah, right? I, I, I don't think it's... Oh, I don't well. think it's that good, personally. Makes me... I'm ambivalent. Uh, if you don't yeah. know what that means, folks at home, it's, Look at it. I don't know you what have two means. different emotions at the same time. Like, I'm happy to see Soma in the news. I like, I like Soma. Exactly. But I don't, I don't want to see it in this way. Yeah. It's, it's like we're stripping out a feature. Um, but Assassin's Creed Origins, where it's like we're stripping out features, but we're putting in more yeah. for that uh, that, that game is history channel. Oh way. yeah, that's cool. 
I want to play that. And that's the same. That's the same thing too. It is, but in that context, it makes perfect sense. So Ubisoft, please set, please advertise on this podcast. Yeah, sure. We're 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 doing the the we're work. Doing it. We're putting the work in. And for our last article today, and which is certainly the least, this is the last one I oh, found. Oh, nice. I can't wait to see what's the least. And uh, yeah, it's totally the least. Uh, I bet this is not the least, but just I'll say it right now. It's really neat that uh, King of Fighters 14 is adding a... Uh, oh, the Saudi Arabian character. Saudi Arabian with character. The, 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 that was from the fan art contest, right? That was from a neat contest that I didn't even know existed. Oh, yeah. That's cool. And the fact that it's getting another DLC character is neat. Uh, KOF 14, really good fighting game, actually. Yeah. Those are some props for support. But what is your thing? Uh, the last thing is, it's again like the Vivendi news. This? So Tencent, this is some economy shit. Tencent did something, which is they crossed the 500 billion market cap. Which is a lot. It's absurd. It's So Tencent is the Chinese video game company. They do games in China. I they, think, They run yeah. it all pretty much. Yeah, they're the bosses. So the 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 article uh over at games industry biz uh show uh, points out that that is more than the market caps of ea act blizzard ubisoft and take two combined so tencent also has put numerous minor stakes into supercell epic games riot games frontier developments and a bevy of others yeah no uh tencent's rich as fuck and yeah. China is like, as a result, China will be a growing influence in the world of games. So I actually think it's really as cool. As they were in movies, now they're moving on to games. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Like, you look at you look at something like PUBG, right? Yeah. PUBG is so successful because it got popular in China. What? Like, I think, like, more than, is it, is it like a third to half of all players are Chinese? Okay. Like no, no, no. It, I do not know. Yeah, and and that mirrors the movie thing. It's like no, there's this huge, there's a billion there's a billion fucking people that are uh, this audience, this one sixth of the planet. If you yell hard enough, Matt Damon will be in your Chinese movie. Hey, get in here! I need a I need kinda, Matt Damon. I need a kind of fat Matt Damon in this movie. I need it bad. I know I shouldn't talk, obviously, but like whatever, it'll get translated to you. Yeah, probably. Hey, Matt, how you doing? I don't know. what. So that story just went away. Yeah, I killed it. That's fine. It wasn't really important. So, yeah, but it was there. It, this is a weird news week. I because... brought in the one my my story, which is that a cool uh, Saudi yeah. Arabian fighter from uh, the, the, a KOF 14. She looks really cool. She looks kind of like Eddie. She looks a little bit like the guy I don't remember. Oh, yeah, that KOF guy. KOF 14, the guy with the hood. Yeah, that guy. Like unknown. She just or has shadow is. monsters or whatever, but I'm glad that QF14 is still like throwing things out there. Alive, for example. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be good. QF14 is gonna be amazing. 15, 15, 15, 15. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, don't shit. watch the anime show. Oh hell no! Don't do that. Fuck. Please. Don't. I I talked to Willie about that and talked to you about that. Actually, mm. you want to know some, some yeah, shit? Yeah, give me some shit. So there's a bunch of CG episodes of that KOF Destiny show. Yeah. But then they have the history of geese, which what? is done in comic book format. Oh. Where it's just uh, images being shown in a sequence. Yeah. So a motion a, comic. So a motion comic in the middle of the CG action show. Mm. 
Oh, yeah. and, and then they stop. And then the next episode will be back to CG. And then Benny Maru will get his own comic book motion comic show in the middle of this 26 episode anime. That's a mess. It's a big mess. That's a mess. Anyway. Geese is cool. Geese is very That's cool. That's all I got. I love Geese. When's he coming out? Uh, He's not out early yet. Early next year, I think. I think this was to come out before the end of this year. Oh, yeah, because Noctis is early next year. Noctis. Did we talked about that. Oh, yeah, that was last week. Yeah, yeah. That was that was right before the cutoff, which was Ninja Turtles and... Uh... Yeah, we did the podcast on Monday, but it like it got revealed like Monday morning. Yeah, so we got lucky. That's yeah, well, like I was saying before, like, this is a weird news week where there was like one super massive piece of news, which is the Battlefront stuff. And it, and it has like five auxiliary news articles. Auxiliary. Aside, aside from that, not that much going on. Hey. That's okay. That's our speed. Yeah. You know what else is our speed? Uh, questions. Yeah. Hey, if you want to let us know what's going on with you, hopefully it's more than this week's news. Are you geese? Yeah. If you're geese Howard, <laughs> please send an email in. To superbestfriendcast at gmail.com. That's superbestfriendcast at repuken.com. Gmail.com. All right. So I haven't looked at your emails for shit. That's great because Willie vets these things too much. You should just say whatever you see. Oh, man. I just saw the shittiest email. I'm going to read it. Do it. All right. We got got an email from, from Josh. Josh. Says uh, Josh here. Question. Oh fuck! This is so stupid. Do it. Question for Pat. Yeah. Would you accept becoming three inches taller if it was added to my neck? All just neck. His neck or no, your my neck? neck. If it was added to your neck, that's bad. No. So like, I'm I'm five two right now, which is really short. I'm going to advise you do not take this deal. And so here's the thing: for some people, that wouldn't be that bad of a deal. But because I'm so short, it would make it, it would make it look even crazier. Don't do this. That my neck would be that's like my neck, like my collarbone to my top of my head. It's like half neck. Then, then people will make. Uh, what's the fucking lady that gives orders in Star Wars? With Captain the wh- Toy. No, the 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 lady with the white gown, and she has a long neck. Oh, Mon Mothma. Yeah, don't be her. Cause that's just a, that's exchanging one problem for another problem. Yeah, I, I don't suggest. I, then I got all sorts of neck beard things gonna go on. Yeah, guys have the problem. Oh man, oh man. All right, here's so your answer is no. No hell no, God. All right, I got a question from uh, Christian here. Christian says, "Hey, super best friends, a long time listener, but first time writer. Hey, and you got your thing on first try." There are people who write in every week and we ignore their Most emails. Most people say this type of thing. So I recently brought Prototype on Steam and had a good time replaying both uh, the bundle. Both games I used to own. I knew you guys have talked about main characters coming back as villains or enemies in games. It got me thinking about how Alex is in uh, Prototype 2. Yeah, he's the villain. Uh, in Prototype 2, he's the villain, but his moveset is actually like super limited compared to yours. Like yeah. Compared to his old vision. As it should be. Uh... But the thing that got me is Alex powers himself up just before the fight. It, he never uses super armor or any of his good combos. Really don't like it. Made the whole sequence feel anticlimactic to me. Question. What's the example of, the, of a character coming back 
and disappointing you with their new portrayal. So it's not about main characters coming back as villains, which is what I thought it was going to be when I opened it up. It's about returning characters, and you're like, yeah, it's that guy! Oh, shit! Um, uh, there's a subplot in Tales of Symphonia, Dawn of the New World, a sequel to it, where Lloyd, the hero of the first game, mm-hmm. comes back and they paint him as an evil guy. Mm-hmm. It's just a clone. It's just a clone. Oh, there's no, uh, there's and nothing worse. That's usually the answer to most of those things. It's, they it's, try to paint the hero from the previous game as a bad guy. It's like, let's say there's a Devil May Cry 5. Yeah. Who knows? There may be... They, I, I have a strong feeling now that there'll be a Devil May Cry 5. I'm going to assume that maybe Dante's the bad guy or Virgil's the bad guy and Nero uh, okay, has actually Okay, so here's the thing. Them. I don't know if Again. you remember, but DMC4, that was actually the pitch, is that Dante's That was the actually, bad guy. but he wasn't really. Yeah, halfway through the game, you find out, oh, he wasn't the bad guy after. Of course he's not the bad guy. Yeah, because I don't think you can really do that without, like, really exploring it. You can't just say, the, uh, between the games, you didn't see it, but that guy turned into a bad guy. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's it's not long without a game exploring the whole situation. It's not going to happen. So, um, I'm actually, I can't think of a good example of it, actually. I'm actually kind of uh, disappointed in Dante and... Um, yeah, I bet you are. And Lady and uh, Trish in... You're Dumb disappointed in all three of them. Yeah, I don't... I, I what Like... The idea that Dante had actually turned bad or was like doing it's dirt ridiculous. is it's ridiculous, but it's so interesting. Like yes, because yeah, like I wanted it to be that the the guy he shoots at the beginning of the priest, yeah, it's like he no, he wasn't a big demon man. He was just a guy way into big demon man, and Dante did totally just murder him. Yeah, and that caused a real problem. Instead, it's just like. No, the uh, Uncle Dante. And I was like, Remember the fucking Ninja Gun and Yaiba shit? Where you were very, very excited about, like, I'm going to fight Ryu Hayabusa. Yeah. Didn't quite work out like that, did it? No. Yeah. I I don't... I'm I'm struggling to think of anyone that actually did it right. I'm I... It's this... It's this thing where I can feel that it's happened to me a hundred times. Oh, you know what? You know what game it sucks in? What does it Fucking suck in? Fucking Assassin's Creed Revelations uh, with Altair. Yeah. I mean, he's not even really part of it. No, but you see him and he's an ancient old man. And then the next time you see him, he's a fucking dead ass skeleton. Yeah. And that's it. And they pimped that game like crazy that you were going to be able to play as all of them. I would give the time I spent into Assassin's Creed Revelations and put it into many other things. I would take those hours of effort and pump it into like fucking Golf Story. I'd rather have done that. I can't believe I beat that. Did you beat that? Revelations? Yeah. Yeah, I beat it. The last mission is so bad. It's fucking... It's the chariot race where you're on the... The fucking yes! Oh my god! Oh, chariot races appeared in a sat in Prince of Persia: Two Thrones. The Hippodrome races are awesome. In Assassin's Creed Origin, whatever. What's the next question? I don't know. Just click on anything. Oh, uh, I clicked on like three or four, and they were so shitty that like. Click on one of them. Oh man! We can handle anything. All right. Yeah? We got in one from Jason. Jason. I didn't even look at it, so it might be super shit. Maybe it's good. Dear Canadian Office Office for the Emergence of Mecca via Social Engineering, Jason here. 
So there's a scene that happens a lot, and that scene is the main character says, give me the powerful thing. The nerd in the lab coat then says, no, it isn't tested yet. Yeah. The main character says, it'll work for me because I'm Gordon Freeman or the main character or whatever. Right. And then it just works. Yeah. Right? You know of any instances where instead of it being a cheap way to make tension, the prototype will actually fail horribly like a real prototype would? You may insert real-life hardware failure. So I can't think of anyone or uh, of anything, which is why the trope is so powerful. I hate this fucking thing. I hate it. Like, the the gear that is usually given to the main character as, like, experimental technology is usually so out there that turning it on at all would should just instantly kill whoever does it because it's usually the bad guy is like yeah i've got it i've got the power remember at the end of wolfenstein the old blood it's like yes i've gotten this gigantic uh monster slave to fight for me oh wait it ate me i mean that's usually the way it goes the bad guys get the power but then it's like the power is like uncontrollable it's the power being uncontrollable is usually the... The villain's problem. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hero's problem? I don't know. Not really. It's, I, 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 I completely agree with you, Jason. I fucking hate it. I really wish that they would at least go with, like, before we do this, we have to test it. And then you went through a thing where you tested it. Yeah. And then that would also be the tutorial. That would be it. Right? Oh, my God. All right. Oh, my God. What the? No, that's a stupid email. <laughs> that's a really stupid email. Uh, there's there's one about another possible fucking Kickstarter scam. So that's a bummer. What? Hey, you saw um, Desert Child. Oh, totally cleared it. I'm very happy. Just barely. Not saying we did it, but we but might we have helped. Oh, man. I don't have an answer for this one, but I do want to know if you do, uh, Matt. Uh, yep. Aaron writes in, says, Dear hey, Nice to see you, Aaron Hansen. Uh, uh, Dear Super Best Friends, have you ever been on the verge of apologizing to somebody? Like, you're like, hey, man, I'm sorry. But then they did something that made you swerve hard to the extreme opposite of like, no, fuck you. Yes. I have. And it's all, and it's it's a really simple thing. And it's when somebody is, like, excited for your apology. Like, someone is, like, Mm. getting ready to gloat over your apology. And you can tell they're going to be an asshole about it. That is the biggest, like, fucking, like, hey, man, I'm really... Like, say you ate a guy's sandwich out of the fridge at work, right? And you're just like, I... Don't even talk about that. I know. I know. But you're like, you're going to go up to him. You're like, hey, man, I'm really so... And then they turn around and go, yeah? yeah oh, yeah. yeah, yeah okay, like, yeah. man, fuck you. If you can't I be, never even got that. If you can't even be gracious during someone's apology, which is them prestrating their pride before you, yeah. you can fuck off. That's the worst. That is the worst. I've never had it happen to me. Like I've described before, I worked in a uh, warehouse for years, like two years. Mm-hmm. And someone just ate my lunch. Someone just ate my lunch. And when you work in a, as you know, yeah. when you work in like some type of physical, you know, retail job like that, the only thing you look forward to is your lunch. Yeah, I get to get because, away from all these fucking people. I'm gonna have you, a nice 
They... Either you or a loved one or a family member made you that lunch, whatever it is. Like, oh, it's this little, this little, little sandwich. Mm-hmm. There's like a little bit, bit, of, bit oh, of Oh, look at this this bright spot of happiness. It's, oh, wow. Some fucking heartless asshole ate this lunch. It's in this brownish, like, flesh-colored bag that you clearly didn't pack yourself. Yeah. Who does that? That says, Matt, are, that says Matt on it. I didn't even write Matt. I wrote Matt later. Oh, yeah. But... During that time, it's like, that's a war criminal, yeah, really, when you think real. about it. Because, like, retail, that's war. You ate my lunch. My dad picked me up and brought me a bunch of pineapple to eat because it's the only thing you could get together. <laughs> it's not that's, funny. That's it's so the only funny. Th- what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. But um, here's some pineapple because you texted us and you said that someone, motherfucker, stole your lunch. Whatever. <laughs> It happens to everyone. I don't want to talk about it. But those are devils. Those are literally <laughs> yeah, demons that do that to you. And with that, I think we're uh, we're done with the email segment of this I podcast. Think that, I think and I think funny. it's about time to start wrapping it up. All right, Matt. Wrap it up, wrap it up. Uh, channel seems a little cursed right now. Every channel seems cursed. Yeah, uh, we're going to try and work through that curse. As best we can. More Evil Within. Boy, there's going to be a bunch of Evil Within episodes the next couple of days, buddy, everybody. We can do it. You know what? the game is good. It's good. So you want Evil Within? I want to what's with that Stefano guy. Yeah, he's cool. I want to see what's up with him. I don't like O'Neill, but whatever. Yeah. O'Neal's we didn't get that dialogue. Doesn't matter. No, we're going to get it. Are we? Yeah. I don't... Mmm. Mmm. Um... Uh, we'll be back later in the week, which will make things uh, go back to normal. Fisca should be, be normal this week. Yeah. Um, Lots of LPs playing with Wooly, but he needs to be here. I mean, yeah, things just haven't worked out that way. Uh, shitty editing will return. Please give your, your, your thoughts, prayers, and well wishes to Billy. Hopefully he gets better soon. I'm sure he will. Uh, here's open. And yeah, I'm sure he will, but you know, for the time being, yeah, you say. Uh, I'm going to stream some Wolfenstein, a new Colossus on Wednesday. You're going to do that on Wednesday? I'm going to do that on Wednesday. That's cool. That's it. All right. Uh, I'm going to... Wait, where is that? Where is what? The stream you talked about. Uh, my stream is uh, twitch.tv slash Matthew McMuscles. I'll be playing Wolfenstein, the new Colossus. I have not yet booted it up. Okay, so it's going to be like clean. Someone said something to me really weird. Mm-hmm. Have you played Wolfenstein the new Colossus? No, I haven't. I haven't even. Uh, someone said to me, man, I really wish they spent the money on the that they had on the cutscenes on the, the actual game. I heard that there's... I don't know what that I, means. I've been told that there's, like, compared to New Order, there's a lot more cutscenes and a lot less game. That's fine. Because mm-hmm. there was too few many cutscenes on a lot of game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it equals out. I'm going to be playing that on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm also going to stream this week. I don't know when. I'm going to say Friday. Yeah, I'm going to say Friday. Friday's a I'll day. kick it at Friday at 8 p.m. over at Angry's Pat. Uh, unless I think of a better game, it'll be Neo. Uh, also, I'm excited to mention that Volt is all, almost fucking finally done my intro. And I've seen a little bits and pieces and it looks so good. He is the best. He will do it. He's the best, dude. He's the best in the business. You can't say anyone's the best because that makes other people feel bad. No, you, you, no, no, no. Here's what you do: every time you do that, 
you then the next time you talk about anyone else, you say they're the best. You know who else is the best? Everyone. Like two snacks and Mothman and Plague and Cranky. They're all the best. Plague hasn't done any interest for anybody. Yeah, but but he he totally has. Has he? For a long ass time. Well, he's busy doing his own shit. He's too busy. You know what he's busy doing? What is he doing? Fucking shitting up destiny raids and falling off a cliff like four times in a row in one night. I bet he is. And then I fell off the cliff. It was not great. Everyone falls off over sometime in their life. Okay, no, seriously, there's this part in Destiny 2's current like nightfall thing where right before you kill a final boss, you have to grab a big powerball right. and then do a platforming sequence and then sl- like slam dunk it into a thing to make the boss vulnerable. Bam. Twice in a row, Plague gets the ball, jumps, and then just immediately falls to his doom with the ball. That's Plague. With the ball, which like fucks it. Yeah. Twice he, in a row. He says he knows basketball, but I don't think he actually does. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, Eli. I don't know. He was really nice to me today, so I shouldn't have shit on him. But eh, fuck it. All right. That's it for the podcast, folks. Hopefully uh, it's, it didn't burn down. Hopefully. I'm on fire right now. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. How do I do the outro? You play an outro thing, and okay, then cool. after that's done, you press stop. Yeah, okay. wild and woolly universe of ours, there's only three things you can count on. Your brains, your bros, and your bike. Helmets on! It's time to rock and ride!